Security. Harry Callahan is back. And now, he's passing out flowers in airports. Hey, pal. You want to buy a carnation for your lady friend? Huh? Uh, no thanks. Come on, pal. Make my day. Uh, okay. Clint Eastwood is Dirty Harry Krishna. You know, in all this excitement, I don't know if I sold you six flowers or only five. But seeing as how Krishna is the most powerful being in the whole universe, and he blew all my hair clean off, you got to ask yourself one question. Uh, what's that? Do you like my orange smock? Well, do you, punk? Clint Eastwood. It's just me, Smith and Wesson. And the Dalai Lama is Dirty Harry Krishna. Now chanting at an airport near you. 902-560-WQM. What a great poll George took yesterday. Oh, oh I yeah. Just, uh, did you mention that I gave that to, to you before over I left? Over and over again. Carlos said you never mentioned it even once. He says a lot of things. Never mentioned it once. That, that's okay. Look at all the response George had on his nifty poll yesterday. Oh! Because I did come in here thinking I was going to work. I have to be crazy. I have to be nuts because... Your heart is dirty. Right. And I did spend all day yesterday, six hours, over at the Cleveland Clinic. Thanks to... Uh, I'm a big Bush fan now, I should mention. That's Dr. Bush, not George W. Thanks, Doc. And they put me upside down and backward and inside out and on my side and the stress test and the... Uh, do you ever see... Uh, do you ever do that on the ultrasound? I've seen the procedure like on the news. Where you not only see your heart beating, but you actually hear... You know, they can turn the audio off. <laughs> And then there was this like that once. Oh, my God. I thought I was having a fart attack. <laughs> but after all of that, after six hours of that, I, he said, Your heart is dirty. But it's in good shape, and you're okay, and get out of here. How do you like that? Very good. Of course, like I'm it. not in good shape because it was uh, something else which I told you, but, you know, a minor thing. Yeah. A minor thing which we won't discuss because I don't want to go to my mother's for lunch today and have her say, You're wearing pants that are two sizes too small. I spent six hours... <laughs> laying on this thing with a gown on, okay, and not the usual lovely gown that I'd be expected to wear, but just one of those medical gowns with the ass. I get flat. home three o'clock, and sure enough, she had called. Be sure and call as soon as I get home. And I hadn't said five words before it comes out. You're 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 sick because you're wearing pants that are two sizes too small. See, they didn't start out as hip. And I said, see you tomorrow, mom. <laughs> click, click, bitch. Nasty, mean-spirited, evil doer. I'll tell you one thing. She ought to be on the list of the evil doers. You know what? Okay. <laughs> she is. Got some company for her. She's on the list with your mom. Yeah. Evil doers. Just yeah, because my pants are too tight. I don't wear the uh, hip huggers, ma. There was a just coincidentally. Maybe she's psychic. Maybe she knew that piece was going to be on the news last night about the hip huggers make you um, well, your nerve damage and all this other crap. Damn it. I like the head That's what they said. Anyway, so I'm okay. I'm back here again. George did a great job yesterday. I'm sure you're going to get a lot of calls about what a stupendous poll George took. Stupid. And that's why I played Clint Eastwood, because he's number one. Oh! Which, you know, leaves me, I mean, not that I don't like Dirty Harry. He's okay. And it's time. The question was, who is your all-time favorite movie character? Oh, I forgot to tell you, by the way, that today would be a real good day. It's like the middle of the week, and we got the noon-to-one comedy hour. But today, during that hour, would be a good time while you're listening in your car to go out and get some duct tape. And oh, water. Yeah. Bottled and, and water. And Batteries. What is it? Visqueen. That's what you tape with the duct tape. Over your windows. Visqueen. 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 That queen. Visqueen ain't going to be doing none of that. I'll tell you that right now. Okay? I have no idea what you're talking about. 
and I they showed a thing last night. I don't want to say we have a lot of illiterate people out there, but the company that makes one of the, well, I guess it's a brand name. It's called Duck Tape, not Duct, right? Duct Tape. Have you ever seen that? Yeah. Duct Tape. If you get annoyed by the Aflac spots, it's a good thing to have handy. You just put it around his beak, and then he'll wet it. Who is your all-time favorite movie character? Dirty Harry, 84. Don Corleone, 75. How, how depressing, you know? I mean, is there any... But then again, you got to keep the age thing in mind. Right. And he was middle of the pack for a while there, at least uh, just... Don like Corleone? Number 10 or something like that. What a disgrace. What a freaking disgrace. I told you that we got a lot of people out there. That's why this town is so out of it. They don't know from uh, The Godfather. And anybody who don't know from The Godfather don't know squat. Tony Montana from Scarface. Oh, it's going to take me a long time to go down this pool. He's got 70. James Bond, 69. Darth Vader, 60. Now, I notice uh, James Bond is, like, generic, because we just asked right. character, not actor or actress. Right. Uh, Darth Vader, 60. Carl Spackler, the groundskeeper, um, played by Bill Murray in Caddyshack, 58. Um, now the reason, see, you were, you were, you thought it was bogus. It's not bogus. From the beginning, it was like number three for a while, way up because there. Because this audience, right. of QAM, no, they like Caddyshack. That's their favorite movie. Don't you understand? Okay. Now that you drew me a picture, yeah, it all makes sense. I, I'm just telling you, they like Caddyshack. That's their, that's their thing. I liked it too when that's I was the a QAM uh, teenager, thing. when I was a child. Anybody that would out. call in and ask about, you know, the ten-year-old uh, quarterback that's playing in Oklahoma, what do you, kind of movie do you expect they would like? The Natural. Isn't that in here? Terminator. Arnold Schwarzenegger had fifty-three. Lieutenant Kilgore, played by Robert Duvall in Apocalypse Now 50, which I had no idea what that was all, because I never watched it. That's still, the only scene I that still you got need to it. see. I still got it. Just uh, fast forward to that one scene. Okay. Indiana Jones, 49. Travis Bickle, played by Robert De Niro, Taxi Driver, 47. A very scary guy. Even scarier than Luca Brasi. <laughs> Inspector Clouseau, Peter Sellers, 39. Kaiser, I don't know who this is. It's from The Usual Suspects. Kevin Spacey and the usual suspects. Kaiser Soche, verbal Sose. hint. Sosa? Sosa. Sose. Are you so, sure you're spelling so, that right? So says uh, Carlos. No. S-O-C-E. In Italian, that would be Soche. Soche. There is a Kaiser. It's like some Kaiser Wilhelm? character. 36. Hannibal Lecter sounds the lambs 34. Now, how could Hannibal Lecter be beaten up by Kaiser Soche? Well, we so did the movie Psychos. He won. And I'm sure you got down. this name wrong. Yeah. Not that I want to nitpick because it was a great pool. It got over 1,000 votes. My anyway, Alex DeLarge, Clockwork Orange, Malcolm McDowell, 32. No, that's that was not his name. Alexander DeLarge, trust me. It was? Yes. Alexander DeLarge? He did have a big snake, but it was in his <laughs> drawers. Basil. He had the big snake in his drawer. Remember that? That one scene, he pulled it right out. In fact, there was another scene he did well. Uh, Jay, uh, see, I can't, I can't continue. Uh, I know. Jay from Jay and Silent Bob had 24 votes. <laughs> Jeff Spicoli, Sean Penn, and Fast Times at Ridgemont Han 25, which I did see that, but I don't remember him. That's how obscure Long he is. Long-haired blonde guy, the, the stoner. He makes me nauseous. I can't That's stand him. That's my skull. Him. Rick Blaine, Humphrey Bogart in Casablanca, 21. Captain Quint, Jaws, 21. Now, how come that Humphrey Bogart character, didn't Captain Quig make it on here? No. I talked about it, but... You have to be schmitting me. I put enough of those on my own on Captain there. Quig with the strawberries didn't make our poll. Way better than the uh, Rick, but they oh. were insistent. Good thing I wasn't here to do this poll yesterday. 
I'll finish uh, the results, but let me give you today's poll so Eric can uh, get it up. And I, I already uh, printed this out, Eric, as much as I want, as much as I can take. Hey, listen, uh, we're busy doing duct tape, okay? And bottled water. Get ready. Canned now, sardines. I don't want to be negative. I don't want to, like, pee on the government's parade. But let me just say this to you. Because the media, naturally, they don't, they don't stop and think logically. For example, if you live in Oneonta, New York, if you live in uh, Ishpeming, Michigan, if you live in Dubuque, Iowa, I'd say that the need for duct tape and plastic for your windows and what was it, Vis, uh, Visqueen? Visqueen, yeah. Uh, the need probably is low. But if you live like in a major metropolitan area like New York, uh, Philadelphia, Boston, L.A., Miami, uh, what else? Detroit? Yeah, they're not going to mess with them. Chicago? Chicago. Got that Sears Tower there. Right, big. big Washington, D.C.? Then maybe you ought to go out and buy heavy duty, you know. I just find it mind-boggling. And what's even worse is that people are doing it. Oh, I know. Of course, here in South Florida, all you got to do is say, hurricane, and right away they all run, like like storm, rainstorm. And they See, run there's and that economic stimulus. People are out shopping. That's what it is. That's why they're stimulating the economy. Although Alan Greenspan says, well, we'll get to that. Not a good time for a tax cut. Hey, Alan, I wouldn't start my car alone if I were you these days, okay? You know what I'm saying? I get that remote control job. Don't be making comments like that about not a good time for a tax cut. Ten past nine at 560. Oh, here's the poll before I do the break. What's your take on the latest Bin Laden tape? It's not him. He's really dead. All the more reason to attack Iraq now. Proves that Bush is playing into his hands. It changes nothing. Or what? Me worry? Is our uh, poll today. Pretty good poll, if I say so myself. Five magnificent choices. I want you to get panicky, but a lot of bad crap going on. And what they worried about on ABC on that Good Morning America show, Michael Jackson's nose is what they were. And I don't want you to get nervous about it because Carlos has assured all of us that Michael Jackson is not a pedophile. So we feel a lot better about that. Thank the Lord for those little kids who are sharing Michael's bed. He just is lonely and likes company. You're an idiot, Carlos. You're, you're, you're just, you're pathetic. That's what happens when you smoke all them faggots. That's why he's going to go for a physical today. Young man at his age, he's going to go, they're going to draw blood. They're going to do all kinds of crap. Probably stick their finger in his... Rectum. Well, yeah, they do that too. Look what happened to John Kerry, man. You can never be uh, too old, huh? Right. To have somebody stick their finger in there and check your prostate. Right. As a matter of fact, Joe was just here. He had some issues with that. What do you mean by that? He had some issues with it. With his prostate. He did? Yeah. Like what? Doctor said he wasn't milking it often enough. True story. You should have seen the prescription. Twelve minutes after nine at 560 WQAM. Maybe that's why he's going to be at Treasure Island tonight. Will he? No. Maybe he'll show up. Would you need, of course. Speaking of that, guys, Valentine's Day is this Friday. And what women really want is for you to put a little... Thought and creativity into your gift. This year, express yourself in a fun and original way. Say it with a Vermont teddy bear. Just call 1-800-829-BEAR, and a friendly bear counselor will help you choose from over 100 bears, handcrafted in Vermont, and delivered in a colorful gift box with a free card and chocolate. Tell her she lights your fire with a new burning love bear dressed like a hunky fireman with a love tattoo on his arm. Or say, I'm wild about you with a jungle love bear. They even have bears for her hobby or occupation like the prostitute bear. Sending a Vermont teddy bear is a creative and personal alternative to flowers. It'll be around long after Valentine's Day to remind her of you. 
Send a beer to the office so our coworkers can see how thoughtful and romantic you are. Overnight and Valentine's Day delivery guaranteed even at this late date. Call 1-800-829-BEAR or shop online at vermontteddybear.com. Don't forget, do it right this year. Say it with a Vermont teddy bear for Valentine's Day. Be sure and tell them that dirty old Neil told you to call 1-800-829-BEAR. That's only my heart, by the way. That's dirty. Live and Sports Radio 560, QAM. Don't have a penis. Well, congratulations. Get alive. Kaboom. Look outside on the scene. Look outside on the scene. George Bush has got your name. Look outside on the scene. And he says, we know. We know just what you're doing. Look outside on the scene. You've been a very naughty boy. You're hot and dirty. WQM. Here's a fax from John in Crape Coral, who I'm sure is a wonderful guy and a real dedicated listener, but says, I hope you're feeling better. This article appeared in the New York Times op-ed yesterday. I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, the Wimps of War by Paul Krugman. John, thank you very much, but that was on our uh, uh, website yesterday, one of our bedtime stories. Yeah. Which I brought in. And it's a right. damn good thing I do bring them in. You want to know why? Because our, our equipment here, our Internet connection, everything here is screwed up, you know? It's really a piece of crap. It's a crap shoot. Yeah, but Joe Costello is not the one that's screwing things up. He came in and told us that this morning while he and Carlos were giving us a lecture about how Michael Jackson is not a pedophile, and we feel very, very sorry for him. I feel sorry for us that ABC News is, I mean, the price of gas is what, about 75 bucks a gallon now? Not that they're exploiting this situation, you understand. And we got the latest uh, audio tape from Osama Yamama, allegedly. And we got the terror attack that may take place as uh, early as sometime at the end of this week, at the ass end of this week. And what am I missing? Oh, and Chicago got all his uh, Academy Award nominations. Right. And we're worrying about Michael oh, Jackson's the nominations came out. Right, that's what I just said. <laughs> Not what I just said, I thought. Well, I thought you were talking about the band. You're going to start with that again with Peter Satira? He has a wife, you know. Okay, let's see. How many votes? The new poll is up there already before I get back to yesterday's video. We're getting way ahead of ourselves, which is good, because we got that pain in the ass noon to one hour, which really breaks our heart. And then i got to go to lunch at Mommy's today. Maybe she can let out my pants. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not making that story up, either. I know. This is the same woman when I had a stroke years ago, 12 years ago, was at my house taking care of my dogs. I had to force my way out of the hospital, drove myself home. And the first thing that she says to me, uh, well, I got that pain in the ass noon to one hour, which really breaks our heart. And then I got to go to lunch at Mommy's today. 
Maybe she can let out my... That's great. I like I said, he's great. 20 years. He's a great actor. I just disliked the fact that he kept plugging that Trish Vanderveer because he was married to that, and she was like she was like 15 he was, he was 100. Her? He was plugging her a lot. Fletch, Chevy Chase, 15. Jules Winfield, Samuel L. Jackson in Pulp Fiction, which, again, this audience has an obsession with Pulp Fiction because they've been told it's a really good movie, even though it's just uh, 15. Khan, Ricardo Montalban in Star Trek II, 13. John Torrance, Jack Nicholson in The Shining, 13. Here's Johnny. <laughs> Igor in Young Frankenstein. That couldn't be Marty Feldman, could it? Yes. 12. Tommy, Joe Pesci in Goodfellas, 12. See, again, I mean, he was good. Yeah. But I thought Robert De Niro was even better in Goodfellas. Right. Yeah, over over there. Not right down there. Right right down there. But they liked him because of she that. Why she didn't, want, she didn't like, want the dresses. Uh, no, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. They like the wise guy uh -huh. stuff. That's the male audience out there. They like the wise guy stuff. They don't like... I, there was a lot of wise guys in The Godfather. They didn't get it. If somebody was said, hey, these are a bunch of wise guys, they would have liked it better, I guess. Fenster, but played by Benicio Del Toro, Unusual Suspect. Didn't see it. Twelve. It was all right. Dr. Evil, Austin Powers, only 11? How is that possible? I don't know. Yeah. Fletch was way up on the list. Oh. down there. Billy Jack, 10. Do you notice that sound I just make? I sounded like Mrs. Wallace on Passions. Oh, <laughs> Bethy. And by the way, Bethy, you're not getting me, uh, Luis. That, that scene just goes, that guy I called the other day, he's right, goes on and on and on. And Beth is standing in the corner eavesdropping and Luis and Sherwood and bop, 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 beep, beep. Oh, I can't live without you, but you have to. No, I won't. And there's Beth. Oh, goody, oh, uh, crap. Billy Jack, 10. Mad Max, 9. How about Billy uh, Jean, speaking of Michael Jackson? <laughs> what movie was he in? No, Billy Jean. Don't you remember Billy right. Jean? Right, sure. And? And? That's you didn't think that was a great movie? Don't you remember Binks? Oh, The Legend of uh, Billy Jean? The Legend of Billy... What happened to you yesterday? I was only out of here one day. What happened? Something... Lots and lots of drugs after the show. I see. <laughs> when I told him he was going to do the show, he started popping all kinds of pills. Red ones and yellow ones and blue ones. Green ones. Brown ones. <laughs> a Mad Max 9. Neo from Matrix 9. Bull Meacham. Robert Duvall and the Great Santini 8. Now... That, that's a good choice. I'm amazed that this audience, the same audience that likes Caddyshack so much, uh, picked Bull Meacham. Or even remember like the four calls name of the character that. had eight votes. That was a good movie. Of course, it had a cult following, which means it was a bomb at the box office, but it was a damn good movie. What is it that you're doing with What are you uh, potching around? Log stuff. Oh. Don't be messing with the log, mister. Howard Beale from Network. Now, now that, of course, was my vote. Howard Beale. Now, how come the Internet keeps going down here, Carlos? Don't tell me that we're having more problems with our damn connection again. It's, this it's is gone. Huh? It's completely gone? My client, there it is, 73 votes. I'll, I'll keep my eye on it. Crime is mad as hell, but I'm not going to take this anymore. Oh! Howard Beale had only eight votes. Now, I'm going to tell you, seriously, okay, maybe I'm the only one who likes that movie. And seven other people. But if Peter Finch, if that wasn't one of the greatest performances in the history of mankind, I, I don't explain to me why. How could you not love that performance and you the know, whole character? A lot of people that he goes out here and says Bullschmidt. Right. Oh, and speaking of Bullschmidt, what's what's that one movie that was nominated for the Oscars? Something Schmidt. What is the name of that movie? About Schmidt. About Schmidt. Never saw a preview of it. About. Schmidt, isn't that what this show is about? Right. I guess it's a movie about this show. It's all about Schmidt. Man. Howard Beale. Crime is mad as hell, but I'm not going to take this anymore. Oh! Only eight votes. 
Moses, played by Charlton Heston. <laughs> and hey, the Ten Commandments. wanted it. I thought it was Moses, our friend Moses, and it's Charlton Heston. You son of a He would have gotten more votes. Seven votes. He had seven, but a lot, of, a lot of his fans forgot to vote for him. You son of a... And I know that was very insensitive. Sorry, Ronnie. Buffalo Bill, Silence Lambs, had only seven. Raymond, Dustin Hoffman, and Rain Man had six. Dr. Frankenfurter from the Rocky Horror Picture Show, six. Rocky Balboa, six. Whoa. Stan Steele, Gary Oldman, and the Professional, six. Vincent Vega, played by John Revolta in Pulp Fiction, had four. <laughs> also with four, Frank Booth, Dennis Hopper, and Blue Velvet. And John Ryder, <laughs> who played... Who was played by Rucker Howard and a hitcher had only one vote. I mean, well, well, at least he got the one. I know. Well, somebody must have called it in, right? Right. The guy who invented finger foods and he only got one vote in this poll. Excellent poll, a mediocre result. That's all I can tell you. A little bit, a little bit disheartened by your result. Twenty-seven after nine at five sixty WQAM. If you're not feeling that great this morning, maybe because you didn't get a good uh, night's sleep last night. Now, part of the reason you didn't get a good night's sleep is you're worried about, you know, uh, bottled water and uh, duct tape. And uh, what's the other stuff? This queen and plastic. But maybe another part of the reason is your mattress sucks. Get you a great new mattress from Dollar Mattress like I've been doing for years, and Miguel and George are catching on. They're doing it, too. They got the best mattresses in the world. They got Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil, every size and style. And the best part of the deal is exactly the mattress you need and want is in stock right now, ready for nearly immediate delivery. And once you get it, you've got that 30-day comfort exchange period to try it out to make sure it's right for you and you're back. No hassles at all. Delivery unparalleled in the history of the uh, delivery business. You pick the day, any day, seven days a week, and two-hour window when it's convenient for you, and they'll be there like magic. So call one 800 mattress right now. No exchange fees, no crap, no BSing around. Everyday low prices that are unbeatable on the finest mattresses ever made. 1-800-MATTRESS for Dollar Mattress, the answer for a perfect night's sleep. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S or check them out on the web if you have the connection, which we don't, at mattress.com. The uh, delivery business. You pick the day, any day, seven days a week, and two-hour window when it's convenient for you, and they'll be there like magic. So call 1-800-MATTRESS right now. No exchange fees, no crap, no BSing around. Everyday low prices that are unbeatable on the finest mattresses ever made. 1-800-MATTRESS for Dollar Mattress. The answer for a perfect night's sleep. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. Or check them out on the web if you have the connection, which we don't, at mattress.com. Live and local. We are Sports Radio. hate you. Jumped in a taxi cab, I said, driver, Central Park. She looked at me so quizzically, I could tell she was in the dark. So I acted out my park charade, and with my arms, the trees I made. There's nobody speaks English anymore. <laughs> I went down to Miami Beach, where the weather is nice and sunny. I walked into a liquor store, but the guy there talks real funny. I asked him for a pint of whole Jim Beam. He says, Nantienda, what does that mean? Nobody speaks English. Anymore. At the corner deli. Hell, I think I'm in Pakistan. Speak English, smelly. Or you can go back to Iran. I came here many years ago. Learned my ABCs. I don't say muchas gracias. I said pretty please. So get yourself to a classroom quick. You're in America now. Stop making me sick. <laughs> Nobody speaks English. Come on, 
WQ WQM and the Mad Dog will be along at 1 o'clock. Hank, the Humper in the studio today at 3 or full four hours. Getting a little uh, antsy for baseball season to start. I heard him say that the other day. And then we got the 7 o'clock Shitco Panther preview. The Rangers in uh, the uh, Mac Arena. At 7.30 we got the game as uh, Alexei Kovalev will be uh, his first game back as a Ranger again. As their payroll balloons up to $400 million and they still won't make the playoffs. Eddie came after the hockey game from GA and Joe and Mark overnight who are messing up our studio night after night. Joe says he didn't do it. Right. Isn't that what you said the doctor told him he wasn't doing it? Orange Alert says this fax. Uncle Bill from Royal Palm Beach. It says anyone caught sticking their hair pieces into mashed potatoes will be forced to do a low-rating sports show in Miami. P.S. The Carlisle bus driver is always late. And obviously Bill ain't too happy about that. Hey, listen, I mean, that's what we're here for, right? To be kind of like a, a Gary Conduit for the audience out there in the real world. 102 votes on the poll, and luckily we're getting, uh, you know, every once in a while it actually comes back on here. What's your take on the latest Bin Laden tape that was released yesterday? What's your take? <coughs> Proves that Bush is playing into his hands 30. It changes nothing 26. All the more reason to attack Iraq now. Now, 23. Uh, what me worry, 16, and it's not him. He's really dead, 7. How do we know it is him? I mean, I realize that they have these experts, these voice recognition experts who analyze the tapes. Well, like those tapes that we intercepted with the Iraqis talking to each other. Right. We know that those were real people. Oh, talking. absolutely. <laughs> There's no question about that. Well, what do we got on the uh, website today? Some pretty good stuff. U.S. had hit data uh, hinting of Oklahoma bombing, which is very disturbing. And by the way, that was uh, under the uh, watch of Bubba. So all you uh, people, all you Bush defenders, we're not uh, going to blame you on that one. This was under the watch of the FBI, of course. They just don't seem to get, uh, you know, they can't get it together. Chicago tops Oscar nominees along with um, all that Schmidt. What is that about Schmidt? Oh, this one, too. This is, uh, Somehow we missed this. Sarasota woman charged with making terrorist threat at airport in Tampa. A 30-year-old woman has been charged with telling a screener at Tampa International Airport that she was a terrorist and had a bomb and knife in her luggage. <laughs> The FBI said Monday. Well, at least the FBI got uh, that under control. Scylla S. Zoki, S-C-O-K-E, 30 of Sarasota, was charged with providing false information regarding the presence of a bomb and a piece of baggage, according to the FBI. She was released Monday on $10,000 bond, and it says here on the AP there is no telephone listing for Zoki in Sarasota. She don't have no phone. Zoki was a ticketed passenger Saturday when she told a screener she was a terrorist and had a bomb and knife in her baggage, according to the FBI. A day earlier, the Bush administration raised the national terror alert from Yellow Orange, which we, uh, we know that. Orange alert! Just in case you've been sleeping, in case you've been hibernating out of touch. Here's another fax. And they're still coming in with the movies, by the way. Which is okay. That'll kill some good time. How about the man with no name? Well, he did have a name. Manco, the Clint Eastwood character in The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Also a fistful of dollars and a few dollars more. Huh? Manco? Is that Mancow? I thought he was in Chicago, right. Mancow. Doing a morning show. Yeah. I don't have any idea what that's all about. Well, they're Clint Eastwood obsessed. I, I mean, I like Clint Eastwood. My favorite Clint Eastwood movie was uh, Play Misty for me. Yeah, it was good. Huh? Very good. I like that better than Dirty Harry, but they they like gratuitous violence. They like movies that have a lot of shooting, like Pulp Fiction, a lot, of, a lot of dead people, a lot of bodies, a lot of gratuitous violence. Actually, I didn't like Dirty Harry, but it was not in the same league with... Play Misty for me with Jessica no. Walter. Or Outlaw Josie Wales, which had shooting and a good story. Play Misty for me. That was, you know how many times I've seen that? hundred. At least. 
Nobody ever talks about that movie. That's a little close to home for those of us in radio, though. And, why, and what, what about her name? What that was the name of the character Jessica ah, Walter played? Uh, somebody will know. Misty. <laughs> no. <laughs> Poor Errol Gardner. He's still dead. He's rolling over in his grave thinking about that. Play Misty for me. And, of course, he had that real... That, that, the, so many things, if you're in radio, about that movie that you love, for example... He didn't. He didn't cue up the record. Right. He, he, just, just... he put the he put the needle on the record, and, and it was magically. all queued up. Yeah. Yeah. Put the needle on the record on the turntable back in the days when we had records. Anybody remember that? No. Well, us old farts do. He just he just reached over, put the needle on the record, and bada bing, there it was, like right off, you know, like magic, like a magic trick by Clint Eastwood. It was just uh, so many phony things. It was almost as fake, but at least it was a good movie. Unlike talk radio, uh, Eric Bogosian, that piece oh. of crap. Where the uh, where the board op is spinning around like he's like a dreidel in heat, like Linda Blair's head on a on a totem pole, just spinning around, throwing carts and uh, oh, Mr. Cool, man, Mr. Cool. Well, we, at least we didn't confuse it with you. Here's a fact that says, doesn't it seem that we Americans are getting ready for our next fight when the last one isn't finished? Iraq didn't blow up the World Trade Center; it was Al Qaeda. Oh, when or if we get attacked this week or next, it'll be. See now. Just because they're saying it's going to be this week, do you believe that? No. In fact, I think every time that they say it's going to be at a certain time, that makes it less likely that it's going to be at that time. But it says, whenever if we get attacked this week, it'll be Al-Qaeda. My concern is that in our need for revenge, after an attack, people become bloodthirsty. Forgetting the real enemy and jumping behind the Bushmeister's war for oil, forgetting about bin Laden and the real threat to American safety here at home, also am I the only one that wonders why it is they can predict an attack but can't stop one? Huh. But anyway, well, that's a bit, but it just happened to be in there. Nice timing, Neil. Thank you. Five six seven zero oh, five sixty. We like to hear from people that are out there buying duct tape, bottled water, this queen, right? Plastic sheets of plastic. Don't be spastic. Just go out and get some plastic. That's what this queen is. Oh, I see. Oh, is it really? Yeah. I never heard of that. And what do you do with it? What do you do with? <laughs> oh my God. I was close. 21 till 10. Boy, I tell you, this show is just zooming along here today. Something must have happened here really good yesterday. Maybe it was a really good poll. See, yeah. just just consider yourself lucky that by the time I decided I was actually going to go and find out if I was still alive, that I'd started scratching. And, of course, George's response, much like my mother, was unacceptable. Oh, I think I've already done that one. I noticed that didn't prevent you from uh, doing it. I didn't say that at all. Yes, you did. I think your head was in a fog. I said we did psycho villains. Hmm... Not the same thing. Mm. The point I was making was that it was not the same thing. Mm. Oh, don't look at Carlos. Yeah, he's giving you, an evil, he's giving you an evil, dirty look. Well, Let's maybe he and Schmidt are tight. I don't know. 20, maybe you can go over there and work on that show. Oh, and, and speaking of that, I was in a car. What the hell day was it? Yesterday. I guess going to the track on Monday night. Oh, I punched over to the Schmidtmeister. As bad as that, I, when I say vintage Tampa radio, that's, that's an understatement. That show was so freaking bad. And so predictable, and so just, and the callers on there, man, it's like uh, Ditto Heads uh, Anonymous all over again. Sad. Have you ever heard that show? Not a second. Don't. Of it. Don't. It'll scare the Schmidt out of you. 20 till 10 at 560 WQM. And guys, I want to tell you definitively, they've done all kinds of studies, and they've determined that size really does matter. You're talking to an expert. And according to the Florida Department of Labor, computer professionals have really big, impressive ones. And naturally, you already knew this because we've done this about 50 million times. We're talking about paychecks. 
According to the state of Florida, computer careers are among the highest paid and highest in demand. And Fast Train can help you achieve that new high-paying computer career in just four short months. Fast Train's got locations all over town for you. They're in Kendall, Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and Pembroke Pines. And they've got day, evening, and weekend schedules, so there's no excuse to say in a crappy dead-end job. You want to start making some real cash? You call Fast Train today and get all the information on how they can do it for you. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. That's 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. They've got full-time job placement and guaranteed financing, too. Call them today, 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Check them out on the web if you like at FastTrain.com. And don't forget, you can have a big one, too, real soon, a paycheck, thanks to our friends at Fast Train. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Beat that gator meat. The TV show you are about to see is real. Only the channel should be changed to protect the board. Married with Dragnet. This is the city, Los Angeles, California. I work here. My name is Bundy. Yeah, I mean Friday. And I'm a shoe salesman. I mean, I'm, I'm a cop. <laughs> it was Tuesday, and I was working the loafer section. Beat that gator meat. The TV show you are about to see is real. Only the channel should be changed to protect the board. Married with Dragnet. This is the city, Los Angeles, California. I work here. My name is Bundy. Yeah, I mean Friday. And I'm a shoe salesman. Isn't that basically what they got? Pretty much. Something like, oh, what's happened over here, George? Oh, no. Oh, no. I hate the old paper jam. I do like grape jam, but I don't like the old paper jam. Warning triggers a run on disaster supplies. Somebody just faxed me this from the uh, USA Today and in every other newspaper, including the local ones. Nobody's going to have time to call us today. You do understand that, don't you? Because they're out there busy getting uh, duct tape, uh, visqueen, and uh, bottled water. Bottled water. Warnings trigger a run on disaster supplies. Monday's recommendation by the Department of Homeland Security. In fact, Greg, I'm surprised he showed up today. He's battening down the hatches. He's got years and years worth of bottled water in there. Okay. See, we won't have to work because we got the freebies. We got a little free food they can bring in. We're going to stock it up to the ceiling. Anyway, nice haircut, by the way. <laughs> uh, Three-day supply of food, water, and medicine to have duct tape and plastic sheeting to seal windows and doors appear to be taking hold around the country. What did he say? He hopes you're feeling better. Oh, thanks, Greg. And by the way, it was nice seeing you. <laughs> the buying seemed more intense. Who said I was feeling better? What he really means is he's glad I showed up today because we got a lot of spots. Right. And I showed up today. I'm going to feel a little better. It's going to take a week or two. But you look at me like this. It's going to take a week or two before I'm back to uh, my old self. Okay. Yeah. And? Nothing. But my heart's in good shape. And dirty. The purchases came amid stepped-up security around the country since Friday when the terror, because it's going to take a week or two for the tailor to get around to loosening my pants, letting them out a couple inches, because they're two sizes too small. Now, have you ever tried wearing a pair of pants that were two sizes too small? It constricts all the circulation in your body. Right. And then it doesn't go to your heart and to your brain. And, like, uh, God only knows what kind of things can happen. It doesn't go to your rectum? It's kind of like uh, all those newspapers that went out of business because of bad circulation. The purchases came amid stepped-up security around the country since Friday when the terror was orange, yada, yada. Airports. Random car searches continued at most airports, but at least three airports declined to conduct the random checks. Minneapolis, St. Paul, Seattle, and Spokane, Washington. See, I don't understand why it is necessary for the news media to put that in there. And I, I, I mean, it's not going to make any difference what I say here, but why do they have to put that in the USA Today? I don't know. Huh? In other words, if you guys are thinking about going to an airport and, like, doing some crap, 
here are three good ones where they're not really uh, doing heavy-duty checks. Well, why is that? They're awesome. I mean, those aren't like three minor markets. Those are three, especially Seattle and Minneapolis, St. Paul. Right? Right. Anyway, bridges. Boy, there's just pages of this crap. The Coast Guard scrambled to search the waters near the San Francisco-Oakland Bay Bridge before dawn yesterday after a tugboat operator reported that a man wearing a wetsuit, which was two sizes too small, by the way, was buzzing around in an inflatable boat without lights. After an intense search, no one was found. See, this, this is... And, and how come we're not hearing very much more about those Cubans, the uh, Cuban uh, defectors? The Coast Guard guys, right? Yeah, that w- came up on shore in a little boat. The only thing we're hearing about it is that one broad that says that the Castro government owes her $80 trillion. She's pissed off because yeah. she wants to get the boat. Right. That's all we hear about it. And which was two sizes too small, by the way, was buzzing around in an inflatable boat without lights. After an intense search, no one was found. See, this, this is... And, and how come we're not hearing very much more about those Cubans, the uh, Cuban uh, defectors? The Coast Guard guys, right? Yeah. That w- came up on shore in a little boat. The only thing we're hearing about it is that one broad that says that the Castro government owes her $80 trillion. She's pissed off because she wants to get the boat. Right. That's all we hear about it. And Elliot, and and of course on Channel 4 News, also sent us the statue. Didn't they give us the Statue of Liberty as a nice gift, as a parting gift? Yep. That was like 7 million years ago. Oh, and speaking of that, did you see the thing about the expanding universe? Yes, I did. Okay. So now they say the universe is like, what was it, 13 billion years old? Right. Now... I just, I, I don't want to put anybody on the spot, but how do you rationalize that? And, of course, they asked all of these different experts, right. the scientists, about life and all these um, NASA people after the uh, Columbia blew up, about whether they believe in life on other planets. And they all said, including a lot of the former astronauts, yes, of course, obviously, mm-hmm. either now or at some other time, but no question about it. Right. Now, how, do you, how does that rationalize with all this mumbo-jumbo in both the Jewish and Goetia Testaments and the Bibles that say, that the world is 5,000 years old, that God invented Satan. Cre- oh, Satan, Satan created the ev- evidence. The ah. scientists are Satanists. The scientists are flubbing the results. All that carbon data They're testing making, is just being made up made by up. the That's Satanists. That's satanic plot. The fossils were put there by Satan. Probably on Halloween. Right. The readings that the scientists are getting, Satan. Uh-huh. Okay? I'll be damned. He's everywhere. 179 votes on the poll. What's your take on the latest Bin Laden tape? What's your take on the tape? Prove that Bush is playing into his hands. Fifty people said that. It changes nothing, 46. They're still, uh, uh-huh. All the reason to attack Iraq now, 37. What, me worry, 29? It's not him, he's really dead. Seventeen people say that. Well, I mean, I put that on there, but it's just, I mean, obviously everybody's got an opinion. But based on what? How do we, why would we think he's dead? The passage of time? Oh, we dropped all those bombs. How could he not be? All yeah. those caves we blew up, remember that? Mm-hmm. He's sealed up in a cave, right? Wasn't that on the list, Torabora? Oh, here's a uh, Jane. Oh, Jane, you are so chronic on the facts, but that's good because we didn't have any calls anyway. I haven't taken any, have I? Well, that's, I got a lot of stuff here to pump that out. Let really it down, pump it out. We're busy. WQAM. Uh, Miami. Yes, Neil. sir. Yes. You forgot to. I mean, I know you guys think that your post-elections are everybody's choices, but I think you forgot to put, I don't care, simply because I don't care. Uh-huh. Wow. Sure glad to he must remember been, to take some He calls. must have been popping the same pills that you were taking yesterday. Yeah, let's take a lot of calls. What do you say, these next two hours? We got only till noon, then we got that big noon to one hour. It is Wednesday. All right. Exactly. My sentiments precisely. Speaking of that, where's Miguel with the uh, Treasure Island promo? 
I don't know. Speaking of Wednesday. Where is Bernie? Well, you had the spot that was up here before that you took away. Well, I didn't want to clutter up your uh, reading area. I'm not going to be reading the, the, the only thing that's sitting behind there is the temperature conversion guide. And I don't want to be reading that because, uh, you know, when it says minus uh, 10, it's whatever it is, it's uh, plus 14 Fahrenheit. So I don't want to be reading that in here because then my mother, along with my pants being two sizes too small, will be bitching about how cold it is to Toronto and should I ever go back there anytime soon about how I'm going to freeze my tochas off, you know? Maybe if I do freeze my tochas off, then these pants will fit and they won't be two sizes too tight. Okay, lay it on us while I'm looking at Jane's facts here to see if it's worthwhile. The promo? She says, George did mention it was your pool in the survey, too. Over and over again. Well, Carlos is gone. Pro- uh, you know. He's trying to you, sandbag you found him so that he get the You job. found him, okay? The you brought his little I ass he'd in be here. appreciative. Yeah. You know, I thought he'd be... Another uh, boat person. Right. And Which boat, we don't know. Well, I'm getting this fed up with the boat again. But anyway, what's the promo say about Treasure Island? Joe is going to be there, and Janina, of course, to watch and make sure he doesn't do anything bad. She's the feature. <laughs> uh, anyway. Five to seven. Don't milk this. Uh, drink specials, worthless to. prizes, me, Boca Brian, Miguel. You should be talking about Joe Costello's prostate and private parts on the air, by the way. We, all, we did during that was the, uh, the first summer show series. Oh, big no, issue. Wonder, no wonder the audience vanished. Joe's issue was an issue. His issue was a tissue? Yeah. But it's all better now. Are you going to do the promo for Treasure Island? I just did. That that was it? What else do you want me to say? I didn't hear who was going to be there. That's what they want to hear. And I'm not talking about you guys. I'm talking about who's the featured attraction with the big uh, teats. We have no uh, particular feature this time. Oh, well. The guy with the eyes will be there. That's next week, Friday. Maybe your good friend. (laughs) They call it Mr. Ego. uh, Two penthouse playmates. By the way, you're right, Gilbert. It's George that won't put you on. I'd love to talk. (laughs) Yeah, It's George's fault. (laughs) In fact, Joe and Mark want to talk to you overnight. All night long. Does want, he ever call your show? They want him in the studio. Does he? What did I tell you about him? Since he put on that wedding band, he has never been the same again. That Costello standing right behind him, by the way, threatening to do bodily harm. Joe just had his meeting with Mo and Geldy, by the way. They're brainstorming tomorrow morning's show. Duff had actually a good idea for tomorrow's poll which I'll tell you during the break, a really good idea. But we don't want to do it today because then they'll start with suggestions. You people are out of control, man. But at least it keeps you off the streets and uh, get that bisqueen out right away. I'll tell you a good place to go before the world ends. That's Pompano Park. It's Wednesday. That means it's dollar night at Pompano Park. You can get a draft beer, hot dog, soda, large pretzel or popcorn, only a buck apiece. If you want a good excuse to sneak an extra night to the track, this is the month to do it because during the month of February... The entire month, Pompano Park is open Thursday nights, like tomorrow night. Not only will they be open every Thursday in February, and it's also ladies' night with two-for-one drink specials and free bingo for ladies only with more than $1,000 in cash and prizes. So now we have this month live racing five nights a week, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, first post time, 7.15, with free general parking and free admission every afternoon and evening. In between looking at the dirty pictures in there, somebody did mention that Joe said on the air one time about something about Pompano Park, and Mark told you we can't talk about that on the air. What does that mean? About your great your great memories of going to Pompano Park. Well, what was that all about? You've never been to Pompano Park. He's been to Pompano Park. What about a hundred years ago? A while ago? Yeah, a while ago. Well, don't talk about it. For Valentine's Day this Friday, February 14th, a free bottle of champagne for each couple who purchased the twin lobster tail dinner in the sixth floor top of the park restaurant. There'll be romantic dinner music and a free rose for all the women in attendance, plus free miniature horse rides for kids, too. Monday Madness at Pompano Park means every Monday, every Monday night, two for $25 full course dinner in the lavish top of the park restaurant. And this Saturday, great racing, 
Second round of the $250,000 Isla Capri Pacing Series, featuring many of the top horses and drivers in North America right at Pompano Park. Also this Saturday, free drawings to win vacation packages to Nassau and the Bahamas, including round-trip airfare from Fort Lauderdale and a three-day stay at the Crystal Palace Hotel Casino in the Bahamas. Pompano Park, lots of action. Don't forget, live racing tonight. It's Dollar Night to Pompano on Powerline Road, a block south of Atlantic Boulevard, and Joe Costello wishes he could be there. My, my, and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QA, QA. Asshole. Tonight on Jerry Springer, it's the Valentine edition. Buford, you're so damn sweet. You fixed the muffler on my El Camino. You duct taped the door of the trailer. You spayed the dog. You're like a father to the kids. Except for Jethro, after he knocked out your tooth. I just love you. I love you. But I wish you weren't a no-good loser. You ain't got no job. And I'm tired of you stealing my cigarettes. But Edna. And bringing those damn hookers home. She's my sister! That's tonight on Jerry Springer. Damn it, Buford! I'm gonna knock your other tooth out! Ah! It's 1002 at 560 WQM. Another one of those abrupt ending ones. I love those. Keeps you on your toes, George. So, where the hell was Jane's facts? Uh, let's see. Listening at 2 p.m. yesterday, and Colin Powell said he had the transcripts to a tape Al Jazeera had received, but the editor, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, whatever you say, Jane. I'm not going to read some of these. Jane, we love you a lot, but I'm not going to read some of these paranoid faxes on the air because everybody's got theories, you know, conspiracy theories, and this one's behind it. And in fact, George Tennant's on there right now. In the vanguard of this new world are knowledgeable non-state purveyors of WMD materials and technology. Such non-state outlets are increasingly capable of providing technology and equipment that previously can only be supplied by countries with established capabilities. Whatever that means. You know what he just said? No. Nope. But it sounded very impressive. He used a lot of big words. 218 votes on the poll. We're going to start taking a lot of calls here in a minute, are we? If we get them. Because I heard that during... But see, when you make a list... See, I made you such an easy show yesterday. It was a piece of cake. Show sure enough. I said that. Yeah. I mean, because uh, I had you do the show on very short notice because I showed up here thinking I was going to do the show. I wasn't feeling all that great. And I thought, well, you know, maybe I had like a silent heart attack, which diabetics sometimes get silent heart attacks which don't have the symptoms of a full-fledged heart attack. Did I have a silent heart attack? No. No, I did not. My heart is as uh, great as it's as solid as a rock. To quote Dr. Bush, he said, you have a nice squeeze. But I think that he said that when my pants just about fell down when I was on the treadmill and he saw my... Rectum. That's when he said you have a nice squeeze. I'm not sure what he was talking about. That's what he said. He apologized for saying it. Oh, and I did six minutes on the treadmill, which is very weak. He said Pudge Rodriguez at 18, who has a much bigger ass than I do. Pudge Rodriguez, aren't you proud of that? Without even breaking a sweat. 18 minutes on the treadmill, but like, uh, and carrying on co- a conversation, you know. I'm standing there, I'm huffing and puffing, I'm just trying to continue on a treadmill to get my pulse up high enough so they'll throw me back on a chair and take pictures of my heart again. And he's, uh, hey, what do you think of the Kovalev trade? You know, I mean, hey, Dr. Bush, you're a great guy and a big hockey fan, but I can't talk. Like you were saying, at the dentist. They, and, uh, Dr. Gary, uh, what's his name? My good uh, friend, my dentist, who's a great guy, Dr. Gary. <laughs> Does the same thing. They put all that crap in your mouth, and then they start to ask you any questions. Oh, well, how you been uh, feeling? Everything been okay lately? Uh, so where are you going to go this summer? You know, and you got all this crap in your mouth. They do that because they're sadists. Yeah. And another thing that, uh, speaking of sadists, the nurses, you know what they like to do? You know how they put like, no, um, they like a heart monitor in there? They put the different things where they put the adhesive on your chest. Okay. Like if they're going to do a uh, suction cups. Right. Well, not, not, they don't, not, these weren't suction cups. These are like the little strips that are like, all right. 
And, they oh, tape and them when, on there. when they pull them off. <laughs> oh, man. I had the one, the one girl yesterday, very nice. She was great. But she admitted that she was a sadist. She, oh, here. And, and as she's pulling it off, she's going, she's going ooh. And I'm saying, boy, it's hurting you a lot worse than it's hurting me. I mean, you know, I'm used to it. Big deal. I yank it off, and that's it. And the uh, tape, too. Don't forget your Visqueen, by the way. Canis Mas Macho, Visqueen or the Dairy Queen? Or this old queen? That's going to be the poll question later on. Muff. Now, Muff had a good poll for tomorrow. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. Here's Miami. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes. Hetero, hetero. I beg your pardon? Do you understand? Hetero, hetero. Oh, hetero, hetero. Didn't understand it. 5670560. We want to hear from people that are out there uh, doing their uh, duct tape and stuff. We want to find out if people are. Uh, and, of course, if they are, they're not going to be have time to talk to us. Right. You know what would be good is some of those big bug tents. Just drape one of those over your house and yeah. lock yourself in there. I See, I don't understand. What's the, what is the plastic going to do? When they release the toxic poison gas, you know, the nerve agents. Well, well we let me ask you out. this. This, of course, also means we're going to have to turn off the air conditioning since, oh, well, since the air circulates from outside. I, sure. I just mentioned that. I don't want to get anybody panicky, but it's not very it's not very uh, sensible to, like, uh, get bored up the whole house and then start sucking in the air from the outside. It would be easier to just put a plastic bag over your head. That's a good idea. the rubber band. Won't feel any pain that way. Here's Kendall. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I just wanted to correct you on the age of the universe. It's 13.666 billion years old. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> okay, thanks. Thank you so much. Uh, 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon wireless line. Where the hell are these people today? They're all at Home Depot, I'll bet you anything. Stocking up on bottled water, sterno, canned food. Get some beefaroni, man. That'll kill you. If the radiation poisoning and the botulism and the uh, anthrax, if that don't get you, the Chef Boyardee will. I do like beefaroni, though. You know? Every now and then you get, huh? No, I'm not talking about on a regular basis. I'm saying like once in a great while. Right. You know, they have the microwavable little things now. Uh, they've had those for years. I mean, what, what are you talking about? Now yeah, they, they have those? No, they have them now, and they've had them a couple years ago. Not a, They've had those for like 15 years. They've had those. Yeah. Even in the drugstore, they sell that crap in their make-believe food counter where you can die. They don't have any real food. They have like, um, right. Well, <laughs> what the, what the hell is that stuff like Cracker Jacks? Right. Snack foods. No, but what, what's the? Uh, oh, I love fiddle that faddle. Munch fiddle faddle. Crunch a munch. There, munch there are crunch. two of them right there. Yeah, fiddle faddle. They have boxes and boxes of that. What are you looking at? What's just happening? Nothing. It's just uh, everything's funky. Well, you here. just calm down. He's just as bad as the other people out there. He's going to be out there buying uh, fiddle faddle. And plastic. Mm. I'll tell you one thing: when you're out there getting your visqueen, get some fiddle faddle. Right, it stays. You'll be you'll be so happy. You'll be sick, of course, but you'll be so happy it to be keeps. locked in. You can't go outside. I mean, don't get like a crap. Don't be buying a bunch of garbage like because most canned foods are like you know peas, oh, mushy stuff. Anything that's canned is almost guaranteed to be mushy because it's been cooked and recooked. Oh, here Miguel finally showed up with your uh, promo for tonight, and he's got his silly ass baseball outfit on, looking like a real silly person, like a real. Silly Cuban. By the way, Pudge Rodriguez did 18 minutes on the treadmill at my doctor's office. I only did six. But that's because his ass is three times bigger than mine. Join George for happy hour, 5 to 7 tonight at Treasure Island off the Palmetto, just north of the 122nd Street exit. Stop by for prizes and drink specials, and that's all it says. It doesn't say C. Miguel and Boca Brian and um, who else? Carlos. Carlos will be there. Right. And Carlos will give you the test, uh, all the results from his blood test he's doing today. My triglycerides were 78, by the way. Oh. I guarantee you they're lower than yours. Guaranteed. How much you want to bet? 
I'll bet you 15 cents against your next paycheck. Same difference. Nine minutes after 10 at 560 WQM. But I'll tell you, the time is going so, so fast, we just don't have, uh, I feel rushed on Wednesday. What do you say we go to like 3 o'clock? What do you think? No. Matt, where? Treasure Island. Okay. I bet you, now are they going to be, are they going to be putting the Avis Queen up there too? I'm sure. They got just a giant Ziploc bag they're going to slip over the, uh, like a giant condom. I see. Good idea for that place. Hey, guys, Valentine's Day is this Friday, and what women really want is for you to put a little bit of thought and creativity into your gift for a change. This year, express yourself in a fun, original way and say it with a Vermont teddy bear. Just call 1-800-829-BEAR, and a friendly bear counselor will help you choose from over 100 bears, handcrafted in Vermont, and delivered in a, delivered in a colorful gift box with a free card and chocolate. Tell her she lights your fire with the new burn love bear dressed like a hunky fireman with a love tattoo on his arm. Or say, I'm wild about you with a jungle love bear. I heard that's the one that Geldy got. Oh, that's right. Geldy doesn't get Valentine's Day gifts because he's a real prick. They even have bears for a hobby or occupation. Sending a Vermont teddy bear is a creative personal alternative to flowers and will be around long after Valentine's Day to remind you of her. To remind her of you or whatever. Send a bear to the office so that her co-workers can see how thoughtful and romantic you're posturing to be. Overnight and Valentine's Day delivery is still guaranteed even though it's only a couple of days away. But don't put it off. Do it now. Call 1-800-829-BEAR or shop online at vermontteddybear.com. This year, say it with a Vermont teddy bear for Valentine's Day. Be sure and tell them that old Neil with the dirty heart told you to call 1-800-829-BEAR. Live and local, this is 560. The radio is all yours now. QAM. Hola. Hello. Hola. Who is this, the maid? No, this is the wife, Talia. <laughs> I'd like to speak to Tommy Mitolia. Hello, Tommy Mitolia resident. Gucci, Gucci, Gucci. Carol? No, 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 Talia. Talia. Let me talk to the devil. Please hold. Tommy! Ah. Tommy! <laughs> 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 Tommy! What is it? <laughs> you got the phone. Oh. Phone. Hello. Tommy Mitolia. Speaking. This is Michael Jackson. You lost your job. You lost your job. Hey, I didn't lose my job. I stepped down. Oh, sure. However you want to paint the picture, whatever you have to tell yourself in order to save some sort of face, you do it. But you lost your job. You know, actually, it's kind of nice to hear your voice. What? It's kind of nice to hear anybody's voice. What are you talking about? Yeah, can you hear that? That's my Mexican wife, let me tell you. It was cute for maybe five, ten minutes a day. But if i got to stay home with her, every day I'm going to go crazy. You're getting your just desserts, Tommy Metolia, the devil. All we do is eat Mexican food. Chimichangas, burritos, tostitos. i got more gas than Exxon. And you deserve to have the bloat. Listen, Michael, I'll resurface somewhere. I'll start another label. Sure you will. So you can destroy the career of other budding artists. Are we going to Chevy? Yes, honey, we're going to Chevy. Thank you very much, All right. Oh, jeez. If it's not Chevy's, it's Chi-Chi's. If it's not Chi-Chi's, it's, it's, uh, what's that drive-in place? I don't know what you're talking about. I called to berate you. And all I'm getting is dribble and chimichanga. Admit it. I was the reason you were forced to be fired. Right, I know, because I'm very, very, very devilish. I want to live in a man's seat. 
You're living in America, all right? Hey, look, Mikey, I got to go, okay? I got to take her over to Taco Bell. Chevy! Okay. Chevy's, you want to come with us? No, I don't want to be seen with you. You are the devil. So at this point, I am finding myself having some sympathy for you. All right, all right, all right. I, I got to go there, Mikey. Let me tell you something. If I would have fought right now, half the neighborhood would go up. Goodbye. Ten sixteen at five sixty WQM. The new Enquirer. Boy, I'm excited. We got the tabloids. 310-pound Rosie collapses, lover battles to save her, and here's a picture on the front page. <laughs> Woo! Oh. Talk about, look at, take uh, yeah. a look at that. Man, oh, man. A giant in the former entertainment business. Inside, though, there's a really interesting thing. I don't want to get people nervous, but the mystery of America's first bioterrorist attack. Do you see this? I uh, saw it on the headline. With the U.S. Army surplus gas mask and the whole thing? It happened 60 years ago during World War II, and it's still unsolved. Oy. How do you like that? Anesthetic Prowler on loose. Anesthetic Prowler adds victim. Shocking headlines in the local newspaper reflect the horror of the chilling attack in Mattoon, Illinois. At top, Mrs. Burt Kearney tends to her three-year-old daughter, Dorothy Ellen, a victim of the attack. Now, if you were going to, like, launch a terrorist attack on the USA, wouldn't you think Mattoon, Illinois would be a great place to do it? First place I'd think of. A small Illinois town is gripped by panic for weeks as terrified residents become convinced they're under attack by a deranged bioterrorist and suffer temporary paralysis and other painful symptoms. It sounds like a horrifying event ripped from today's headlines, but it happened almost 60 years ago during WW2, and an inquiry investigation discovered that this frightening little-known incident has eerie parallels to the anthrax bioterrorism <coughs> that shook America and a chilling connection to the person of interest in those recent attacks. Are you ready for that? No. Just before Labor Day 1944, residents of the quiet town of Mattoon, population 15,827, began reporting baffling gas attacks <laughs> as they slept in their beds, the first bioterrorist attacks on American soil. The victims, men, women, and children, complained of being felled by a sweet-smelling gas sprayed into their bedrooms. They suffered extreme physical symptoms ranging from intense nausea and blinding dizziness to burned mouths and lips and partially paralyzed uh, legs. The Mattoon bioterror incident was never solved, and the recent anthrax attacks have completely baffled our nation's top investigators. The FBI focused their anthrax probe on scientist Stephen J. Hatfield, who worked at the Biowarfare Defense Lab at Fort Detrick, Maryland. The Inquirer learned that... Oh, you're going you're to... Are you strapped in? Yeah. The Inquirer has learned that Hatfield went to high school in Mattoon, Illinois, and could very well have known about this mysterious incident. The perpetrator, known as the Mad Gasser of Mattoon, raised many questions in the minds of the shaken citizens. Was the gasser an enemy agent testing a new weapon? Was the terrorist a twisted scientist or escaped mental patient? Or could the gasser actually be a figment of people's imagination spread by mass panic, as some experts suggested? Now, don't you think that must be just a coincidence? That it's he was, just a coincidence. He was born or he went to high school in Mattoon, Illinois, this person of interest? <laughs> And, and they're uh, digging him up again, you know, this last couple of yeah, weeks. Yeah, yeah. They're resurrecting that old lame thing. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T line. Pompano Beach, hello. Neil, how you doing? Okay. Good. I just filled up my, uh, I guess, a terrorist support vehicle over here at Exxon. For about and, 500 bucks? Uh, well, it was 550 this week. But, uh, you know, I don't understand uh, how uh, everyone can think that Bush is not behind this uh, gas price increase. 
I mean, if you got Exxon on a fourth quarter profit posting over four billion dollars, mm-hmm. I mean, how only fifty dollars. How can they expect us to, you know, do anything else but go to war? Thank the Lord that uh, they're not exploiting all these horrendous things that are going on in the possible. I mean, you know, gas is uh, or oil is up to thirty-five bucks a barrel, which is very high. But they're saying that these price increases aren't in any way justified. But it ain't stopping them. You know what I'm saying? Just in case uh, we have a real trouble with the war and uh, we lose the Iraqi oil, et cetera, and so on. Well, it's just it's just Bush's propaganda war machine pushing the Americans toward war. That's all it is. Okay. And that's all I got to say. I'll see you at the uh, Home Depot. Okay. All right, this queen. <laughs> That's all you got to say. Anybody you see today, just say Visqueen. That'll look like a code. They're speaking in code again. Now is not the time for tax cuts, Greenspan uh, says. Oh, he better dummy up. I'm telling you right now. Federal Reserve Chairman Alan Greenspan urged Congress yesterday to restrain, to refrain, to cut it out. No cutting taxes while the threat of war hangs over the economy, saying he's not certain a major fiscal stimulus is necessary. Taking aim at a large multi-year deficit projected by President Bush, the central bank chief also made a strong plea for tougher budget discipline. He said that any future tax cut should be budget neutral or essentially offset by spending cuts. So thank goodness that we got the economy under control, that we don't have gas uh, people being raped by the uh, uh, oil companies and all of these things. And that the rich people are going to get another tax cut. Yeah, if uh, he has his way, which he won't. That'll never go through, I don't think. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. Do you see Bubba on there with Larry King chastising him about you don't need the tax cut and I sure as hell don't need it? And Larry said, "Only fifty dollars." No, but I wish that? I had. They had him on again yesterday with the what's I normally name? avoid with Larry. the uh, Judy Woodruff from CNN. He's all over the place now, Bubba. And I was thinking to myself, how about four more years? You know. And this time, keep Ann Coulter and uh, Richard Mellonscape and all the right wingers. Keep them busy doing something else. You know, like playing like with each, each other. other. Yeah. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. I guess this audience don't have too much uh, thoughts about all this hysteria that's going on and buying. They're uh, they're busy. They're buying gas and uh, they're plastic. And well, they tape. must be loaded then if they're buying gas. You think this would be good for us? They won't be driving nearly as much because they can't afford to waste all that expensive gas and they got to stay close to home. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yes, I am. Yeah, Jerry. How you doing? Okay, Jerry. Yeah, did, did anybody watch that Mark Schumacher on how to seal up a room? I guess you didn't, right? I beg your pardon? Mark Schumacher. Mark Schumacher. This sounds like Reverend Jones again. No, no, no. I never caught him. I've lived for 15 years, but I've never caught him. Uh-huh. But listen to this. What are you talking about, Jerry? What am I talking about? The Miss Queen and the duct tape. Uh Uh-huh. You take your room. You pick out a room. Max Schumacher from Network. Remember him? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Keep keep, keep going, Jerry. Room. It's getting really right, intriguing. I'm trying, I'm trying. Listen, you'll like this. Okay. Seal up the room, your vents, turn off the air conditioning. He had a, had a fire guy with him there showing him how to do it. You seal it up like a tomb, and it's only good for five hours. Mm-hmm. After that, you've got carbon dioxide, and you're going to die anyway. Oh, geez. Well, it's not a, worth all that effort then, is it? No, you might as well open up the windows and watch TV. Okay, I'm going to do it right now. Let's open up the windows and watch TV. Oh! <laughs> oh I, I bet you he was from Mattoon, Illinois, anything, that guy. At least went to high school there. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T line. A lot of calls uh, today, not. Man, it's pretty desperate. Here's a lady in Kendall. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, ma'am. This is so stupid. In the first place, they'll, mm-hmm. they won't, if they got the visqueen or plastic, they won't put it on properly. And uh, it, it's just a farce. 
it's just another, uh, it's like the hurricanes. When they start that preparation, they overdo it. Uh-huh. What do you think? I think. Okay. Just wanted to put my word in. Okay, time to get out of the bed now. Okay, kids. See you later. Get out of the bed. Five, six, seven. Now let's go back and do some more of those uh, movie characters that you did yesterday that I gave you that All great right. pull because we're sure dying here today. I, I have no idea why you think that these people would certainly have something to say about all of these things, but they don't. They don't. They don't whether to scream or eat a banana or move to, like, uh, Mattoon, Illinois. See, I bet, I bet you one thing is not going to happen there again because they'll be watching for it. Right. How about how about Methuen? Where the hell is Methuen? Is that, like, in Pennsylvania or somewhere? Don't know. I've heard there is a town. How about, like, uh, Schenectady? I still think that would be a safe bet. Sure. Even the people who live there don't want to be there. Uh... Lake Forge. Well, I could name a lot of little, yeah, little, dink, little the, the dinky places. Uh, Aintree would be good. Aintree, it's hard to get there. You got to take the Kuwasi uh, River. Knox and Burt Reynolds would draw you a map. You couldn't find that if you had a map. Exactly. Shelby, Montana, would be great right oh. now. All, all those orange heads. Be dynamite place there. to be. Here's Isla Mirada. Hello. Hey, how's it going, Neil? Okay, sir. Yeah, one of your few of your few Haitian listeners here. All right. I, I don't know if you have any questions yesterday. But you know how your favorite station, Channel 7, has one of their many few uh, late-breaking stories? Yeah. On Monday, they, they had a late-breaking story about Governor... Uh, uh, what's his name? What's the governor of Minnesota again? Uh, Jesse Ventura. Jesse Ventura. That's yeah, the one, yeah. Breaking story that, you know, he's in the hospital for some kind of blood clot he had somewhere. And then they, they go to break and come back, and they apologize because... The, the story was seven months old. Uh-huh. Well, I guess they wanted to kind of like lump it in there with John Kerry and the uh, prostate cancer and uh, Bob Graham and his heart uh, being cut in half and whatever they're doing. Uh, they just want to lump it all in there together, I guess. Hey, by the way, Neil, how, how can I get one of those Mobit uh, CDs there? How can you get one? Yes. Order it right off our website. Go steal a computer, uh, get onto our website, and order it right off of there. Matter of fact, I'll steal one, bring one for Carlos and jo George. All right, we can use one. Make sure it works, by the way, because ours ain't worth a crap. Thanks. All right, See you, man. Five six seven oh five sixty. Last, this is it. This is the last time. Oh, if there's any day in my life that I didn't want to come in here and beg for phone calls, this was going to be the day, you know. And it's just uh, sad. They must be. They must li literally be under the bed. They must be scared crapless. UN resolution. Oh, no, that's not the UN. The International Atomic Energy Association resolution declares North Korea in breach of UN. I'm surprised. Yeah. And shocked. Can't imagine why. I hate that Kim Il Jong, don't you? Nice hair, I though. hate that. I hate that damn Barzini. In fact, he said, "I hate that goddamn Barzini." Isn't that what he said? Something like that. Don't be saying that on our show again, Santino. Isn't that who said that? Wasn't that his line? Who said I that? I remember we could get the book. Or was it Carlo? Might have been Carlo. It's been so long. Yeah. I gotta watch it again. Hey, Carlo. Let's go to Vegas. What do you say? Clemens has got the tickets. He's in the back seat. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line. Favorite characters from uh, movies? Uh, Nineteen uh, silent movies, huh? Up till nineteen twenty nine. Hey, speaking of uh, old farts, if you're a fat old fart, or even if you're young like the Beast, how do you, how do you lose the weight? You know, everybody wants to peddle you on this diet and all these magic pills and all these potions and drink this crap over the weekend. Guess what? That's not going to do the job. Look at the beast if you got a strong stomach. He's lost about 50 pounds. I bet you over 50 pounds when he weighs in on Friday. 
Balance for life is the way to go. You owe it to yourself to try this. If you've tried a zillion other ways to lose weight and haven't been successful, this very well might do it for you because you don't have to count any calories. It's as simple as can be. No carbohydrate counting, no shopping, no cleaning, no worries. All you do is fill out the little menu they give you each week. You pick between two choices for each meal, which consists of three delicious gourmet meals and two delicious snacks. They're in your little black sack. And they bring your sack to your house, to your office, wherever you want, by 6 in the morning every day. And there's your food for the whole day. And we're not talking about pigeon-like sizes. We're talking about ample sizes of delicious food, everything fresh, to keep you full all day long. And the weight just pours off your body, and you'll have a big smile on your puss. If you want to do as well as the beast, or probably even better, let Balance the Life take all the details for you. Call them right now and find out what it's all about and get yourself in shape again. 954-568-3229 is the number to call. 954 954- 568-3229, or check them out on the web if you like it, balanceforlife.com, and be sure and tell them the beast told you to call. We are Sports Radio 560, QAM. Oh, God. Yo, the Learning Channel and MTV have hooked up to bring you the freshest new decorating show, Trading Cribs. This week, Snoop Dogg and Celine Dion redecorate each other's bedrooms. Okay, Celine, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to take down Snoop's horrible ceiling fan. Oh, no, the Mr. Dog, he said to me, touch my ceiling fan and I will pop a cap on you. Trading Cribs. Watch music's biggest stars shine and sand and paint. So, Snoop, what should we do with Celine's bedroom? Yo, check it out. I think we need to paint over that big old picture, that fat old ball cracker with the white beard, you dig? Yeah, but that's a mural of her husband, Renee. Say, what? Mm-hmm. Damn. I know. I know. Trading Cribs. Will Snoop Dogg be bow-wowed by what Celine's done to his beloved bedroom? Okay, Mr. Snoop. I hope you like what I have done, yes? Okay, you are opening your eyes now. Hey, wait, wait, wait hold, hold, hold up, hold up. Where am I... Where my damn ceiling fan at? Oh, get over here. No, no, Come here, please, girl. Please don't kill me, no. Don't miss Trading Cribs right after TRL. Total Redecorate Live. I beg your pardon? It's not even on the bridge. 1033 at 560 WQM. So anyway, you're going on about it's not on the bridge. You don't know what you're talking about. Fox News is showing, uh, well, they were showing. Now we got Carl Levin. Suspicious truck stopped on the New York City Whitestone Bridge, it said. I don't even know where the Whitestone Bridge is, do you? No. I never heard of the Whitestone Bridge. Pretty big bridge, though. Was it? Well, it's a pretty big city. But anyway, there's a suspicious truck that's been stopped, and that's all they're saying right now. Now we go back to whoever this guy is. Who's this guy? What that schmuck on his head. Wow. Chief of Urology at the Johns Hopkins Hospital. He's talking about prostate cancer surgery uh, being... Oh, for John Kerry. Okay, gee, oh. Don't you feel like a little overwhelmed? Maybe that's why these people are, like, hiding under the bed. It's, like, overwhelming. Everybody who wants to run as a Democrat now is coming down with some horrible uh, disease... Bob uh, Graham's heart is like in uh, 16 different parts. Now, now that that operation already was done. Didn't they already do it? Or am I wrong? Huh? I think they did that because the doctor told him. Your heart is dirty. But other than that, it's done. It's done. Just re- Carlos, you're a little bit too hyper today. Just calm down a little bit. Relax. End of the world is coming. Why not try like a box of chocolates for Valentine's Day? You might actually like it. Buy Carlos some chocolates. He, he, want chocolates. he won't eat them, then we will. 312 votes. What's your take on the latest Bin Laden tape? It changes nothing. 92. Changes nothing. Proves that Bush is playing right into his hands. 82. See, I don't understand because it says on the tape supposedly that he calls Saddam Hussein a a despot. He calls him an infidel. Well, that proves it to me. Well, uh, so how how can... (laughs) Anyway. 
Uh, all the more reason to attack Iraq now, 72. What, me worry, 41, and it's not him. He's really dead, 25 out of 312 votes. Suspicious truck stopped on New York City's Whitestone Bridge. Carefully, and actually, Dr. Epstein, who's the... Uh... And this guy, they got this schmata head on there talking about the John Kerry's prostate cancer surgery. Here's Carl Springs. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. I just want to tell you, if you want to know where the Whitestone Bridge is, it connects the Bronx and Queens. Okay. That's where it connects. It runs. There's three bridges that connect the Bronx, Bronx and Queens. Bronx and the Viz Queens? Yeah. It's the Tribal, the Whitestone, and the Throg's Neck. This is the one in the middle. All they're doing connects. is they're showing a truck, and they got the um, like a big tow truck in front of it, and it's just sitting there, and that's about it. And it's not yeah. on the bridge. And it's not on the bridge. It's near the bridge. Yeah. Okay. Well, I just want to let you know. Thanks for the good news. You got it. Bye-bye. Okay. There they are. They're like uh, a truck. Now, what, what makes it suspicious? What does well, it's, it's white. Don't you notice how white and plain yeah. it is? Yeah. Yeah, it looks pretty suspicious mm-hmm. to me. It's rectangular, kind of a boxy rectangular shape. Rectal? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, reading and glad to get going. I see. They, they're trying to walk and chew gum at the same time, okay? And you notice every step they take, they take a little tilt further to the right. Oh, that's right. It's Fox News. Yeah, look, it looks like they're walking on a, like on a list. By the way, good luck with your test results today, Carlos. Don't forget, I want the triglyceride number 78. That's your, you're never going to beat that. I'm telling you. He didn't, he wouldn't know a triglyceride number from his ass. Well, neither would I for that matter. 78. Do you know how good that is for an old fag yeah. like me? It's great. What should his be? What should a young fag, I mean, a guy like him? 65, okay. 75, something like that. Certainly under 100. If you're triglyceride, he, first of all, he doesn't eat anything. He doesn't like chocolate, he doesn't eat any of that crap. His triglyceride is probably going to be like 50. He's on that Black Crow's diet. Remember we had that bit? A yeah. nutritious Marlboro cigarette for breakfast and Black for lunch. Here's a call from Boca as we continue trying to sort out all the... Uh, there's just too many things going on. You, know, you want to cave in and just give up. Here's Boca. Neil, Hello. Neil, good morning. Yes, sir. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about triglycerides because I have a problem with them, and I want to know what creates the problem with them. Uh, blood pressure's normal. Sugar's good. Uh, 111. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what is what is making my triglycerides out of whack, and I don't eat any crazy... Uh, well, let me ask you this. Why would you be asking a fat old fart like me? I mean, Because a fat old fart like you seems to know uh, everything about your diet and your weight, and you're always looking at it. That's why I'm in such good it, shape. So. I was at the doctor all day yesterday. Well, I mean, what are you eating? Are you eating, like, a lot of crap? No, I'm telling you right now, I don't have any crap in my house to eat, other than, you know, fresh fruits and... You know, green cereals and things like green, that. Not... Green cereals? Green, green. Like Lucky Charms? No, none of that crap. Oh. No. Well, so well, what's your triglyceride number? It's uh, in the 90s. Well, what's wrong with that? That's excellent. Is it? Anything under 100 is sensational. Okay, well, I, I was a little bit worried. Well, you said, when you, I thought you were going to tell me it was 300. It was, if it's like in the 100s, like 300, 400, then if there were 250, then it's a no, bad number. No, let me ask you. Anything under 100 is outstanding. What cause, what Just because yours that? ain't as good as mine, I mean, you know. Well, of course not. Too what, bad. But what causes that? What causes what? You know, the, the triglycerides to go up. Eating a lot of sugar and starches I, and crap? See, I don't, though. But yours is 90. I'm trying to tell you, you should keep doing what you're doing. Okay. And no lucky charms. Okay. Okay. Go back. See ya. Uh, see, I'd help this guy out. He thought that he was like, uh, he's panicking over there. <laughs> Everybody's panicking. Not us. We're calm. Aren't we? Oh, there's a very suspicious-looking truck. And now they got it over there on the snow, and they got to pull the truck over to the side, and there's a big-ass uh, tow truck, a big yellow tow, well, just a regular pedestrian tow truck, the kind that they, like, tow pedestrians away in. 
And it's just, that's it. There's nothing going on. There's like nobody near it. Now, maybe they're just afraid something. It was like three blocks from the bridge. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe it's good they got it before it got to the bridge. Looked like it was aiming in the other direction. Maybe there, maybe there are like a bunch of liberals on it. This is why they got it on Fox News. They're going to like tow them away. We won't see them again. Can we go to like a real news network on here instead of that crap? Oh, here's this guy again. John Kerry uh, discusses surgery. Antigen PSA is a blood test. It's made by the prostate. If the cancer has been completely eliminated, the PSA test should be undetectable. And I would expect it to... You get to be an old fart like me every year, have that PSA test. Well, Mine was 2.9. Not too bad. Senators, we did... Sometimes it's like 1.9. It kind of like, it fluctuates. If it gets over 4 point, oh! then you start getting a little bit concerned. If it gets to be really high, then you've got to go... Uh, what does that actually stand for? PSA? Yeah. Public service announcement. Well, I knew that. I, I know. See, this guy's asking me about triglycerides, and you're asking me the hell, what, what the hell does PSA test stand you're for? You're like an expert in all and, these am tests. Am I the picture of health? No, but <laughs> exactly. So you've do I look to you like a picture tests. of health, fat old uh, queen like me? You're a medical fat old expert. Queen. Had lots of procedures. I'm an expert on how you get sick because, believe me, on what not to do. I just got through telling you. I don't know what it stands for. Somebody will call in and tell us that too. I don't know. And what? And what difference does it make what it stands for? You ought to be getting one of those. Huh? When you get your blood test. Uh, Carlos, he's too young for that, although you never know. But like after you're like 35 or 40, every time you get your blood taken, like every year, whenever, you ought to have the PSA test done, too. Can't hurt. That's what John Kerry said. 20 before 11 at 560. Prostate-specific antigen. See, I had part of it. That's what it means. I feel better now. No, no, you don't, because it doesn't make any difference what it says. It's like a med it's medical lingo, uh, lingo, jingo, van lingo, mungo. It means nothing to us. Mumbo jumbo, although I do like good gumbo. I don't like that New Orleans food. Too spicy. And if you have irritable bowel, oh, <laughs> spastic colon. <laughs> oh. See, one good thing about all these terror alerts and all these horrendous things that everybody's got planned for us around the world, uh, if you got all these health problems, you don't have to worry about it that much more. Speaking of that, if you do want to do something about your health problems, if you're fat, if you're big fat, you look like crap, like, I know, believe me, I see it in the mirror every day, just, just all this oozing fat, and you're also unhealthy. Although my doctor said my squeeze is very good. But if you're fat, here's a great story, you enjoy shopping, and especially if you're on the Atkins or any other low-carb store, the Lights of West Boca, the entire store is for you. 600 plus delicious low carb food products. This week, check out the new low carb tortilla chips and original or pico gallo flavor by Carb Sense. And with a great tasting no carb bruschetta by Walden Farm, you put these two together and you'll be in snack heaven. Or put them separately or put them wherever you want. And whether it's carbolite ice cream, breads, chips, muffins, cheesecakes, pasta and sauces, the Lights of West Boca is the place and you can try anything in the store before you buy it. Fat Rich was telling me about the carbolite ice cream at the track uh, Monday night. He said it's really good stuff, and maybe you can be as healthy as he is if you eat enough of it. At Delights, the staff knows their stuff. They know the Atkins diet top to bottom, inside and out. They're open every day, seven days a week, 10 to 10. And at Delights, you'll find the most complete line of Atkins brand products anywhere. And here comes the best part. Unlike the gas stations that are ripping you off, always 25% off all day, every day. So if you're on any low-carb diet in the world, here's the number one sugar-free story anywhere. The Lights of West Book on the northeast corner of Glades and 441, right next door to Boston Market, or call 1-877-LOW-CARB. Check them out on the web if you like it, lowcarb.com. Don't forget, there's only one The Lights of West Book. It's your official Atkins Retail Center. This is Sports Radio 560, QAM. On MTV's hit TV show, Becoming, 
Average kids spend a day living the life of a music celebrity. But what happens when those same kids return to school the next day? Find out on MTV's new show, Becoming Unpopular. Uh, becoming Lil Bow Wow was a dream come true, but the next day at gym class, everyone called me Lil Loser Boy and flushed my undies down the toilet. <laughs> Watch the Becoming winners turn into losers on MTV's Becoming Unpopular. After I reenacted Christina Aguilera's dirty video, all the boys in my algebra class passed around rude photos of me from the internet. <laughs> Luckily, I got mono and I was able to stay home for the rest of the semester. Oh this week, watch Arnold Underwood get an atomic wedgie during soccer practice after becoming Aaron Carter. It's all part of Becoming Unpopular on MTV. Several criteria. High symbolic value, mass casualties, severe damage to the U.S. economy, the maximum psychological uh, trauma. And then it, over, finally, it gets into... Thanks, Ted. Ted Kennedy, getting us all ready for a nice, uh, delicious lunch. I'd go out and eat a lot if I were you, wouldn't you? Go out and right now and eat. you got to bulk up. Yeah. You don't know. Get ready for the impending disasters, what I would say. <laughs> Fatal mistake, says the Globe, as we look through these tabloids this week. Right on the front cover, their Columbia tragedy, their last surviving, their last terrifying seven minutes inside the shuttle. And it's got pictures, of course, of the streaking, all the different pieces of the Columbia, zooming across uh, the skyline. Fatal mistakes, how human error and budget cutbacks led to the loss of seven brave souls. Now, you think they're ever in their final report going to actually admit that? No. Even though lots of other people are saying that's what it was? Even though even though we had the warnings about the oh! rings before the Challenger? You know, again, that ice, icing up business. But don't confuse the public with the facts because they like the hearts and flowers aspect of these stories. And the media is very, uh, you know, that's what they emphasize on. It's, a, it's just not the right thing to say is that, you know, we sacrificed seven people and we just basically killed them. That, that's, right. not, that's not a good thing to say, especially during these trying times. <laughs> Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. Lady in Sunrise, hello. Neil. Yes, ma'am. I'm serious this morning, and um, I just got off. I beg your pardon. <laughs> I'm serious this morning. Well, I'm serious too. I just got off the phone with my daughter from North Carolina. She just returned from Vegas. Right. You know how women change their purses. They use, you know, different times. They have different pocketbooks. Mm -hmm. So she emptied out her purse, found a pocket knife, a silver one. And yeah. she said she's been at, at least on eight uh, on a plane eight times with a <laughs> pocket knife in her purse, and it went undetected. Mm, how about the box cutter? <laughs> she said I was glad that she was the one that had the pocket knife. Mm -mm -mm. Makes me feel real safe. This is incredible, Neil. Yeah. Well, they put it on a good dog and pony show for us, but it's a lick and a schmear. And I still say when you look at the people who are doing the uh, checking at the airports, forget about it. Well, Just take a look at them. They're supposed to go to Australia, and now she doesn't want to go. She doesn't feel safe on an international flight. Well, not only that, but of all the places to go, why would she want to go to Australia? Well, her husband they're works... On, they're on the list. They're on the Schmidt list, believe me. Her husband works for Xerox, or uh, uh, not Xerox, IBM, and they're sending them there mm. this summer. But she's very skeptical now. I mean, this is disgusting. I just can't believe it. I don't fly a lot myself. But for the people that are boarding these planes, thinking they're safe. No, I never, I never thought that. I, I mean, I, you know, because I, I see the way that they're doing things, and they always seem to pick me out, and they check my belt, and they check, have me take my shoes off, and they're looking <laughs> in, uh, practically doing a cavity search. I just don't think that. And plus, I'm such a regular flyer. 
uh, they, sh they should already have a profile by now. They should know that I'm not uh, dangerous to anybody except at the food counter. Well, they stopped Al Gore, too, remember? You're right. <laughs> okay. Good thanks, luck. Neil. Good luck. Yeah. You'll need it. So she's not too confident right there, that lady. A lot of the rest of you folks that fly that get on these commercial flights and you look around at those people, the screeners, and you say, ah, I don't think so. And you watch the behavior. You know how they get bogged down, talking back and forth. And just like that little boat in San Francisco, the, the little dinghy, and it, 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 it always is like the people in the airport. It's like they vanish in a thin air. Maybe it's sunk. No, no, seriously. I mean, how is that possible? How is it possible if they're really paying attention, if they're really... And, of course, we've got to have these big tax cuts so we can't afford the kind of budget we need for real Homeland Security. That's what it boils down to. Well, we got the Patriot Act. we got Homeland Security. Right. Five, six, seven... We're not on Fox anymore. We're back on oh, CNN. Okay, so quit talking that crap. <laughs> Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, that uh, truck in New York they're looking at, is that a white rectangular box truck? Yes. Oh, it could be worse than we think, then. That could be. I just counted 10 on 595. Made me pretty nervous, bike. a big white truck. In fact, you remember back when we had all the shootings going on at Malvo Punk and that other guy? Remember that oh, yeah. the, they kept saying that they were in a white trunk and a, tr a truck a and a, yep. a white van? Yep. Turned out to be uh, nothing to do with that. They were in that beat-up old uh, Chevy. Sh shouldn't we be calling Rick Sanchez to cover this thing, or what? Oh, he's going to cover it with a blanket. <laughs> Talk to you later. Okay. He's, he's hovering over it right now. He's hovering over the bridge. That's another reason I never turn on MSNBC until 2 o'clock. I know the coast is clear, so I can watch uh, Pat and um, Bill Press. Bill Press yesterday, by the way, was great. He yeah, really just what? cut loose. I mean, talk uh, just uh, about all of these things, you know, about this whole war on Iraq thing and the administration and the coal and power business. He's one of the few people in, uh, in the um, mainstream media, if you can call him that, that has actually uh, told it like it was. And, uh, and he got to hand it to him, man. He did a masterful job. Look at the polls. The poll numbers are way up. The public, they're buying it. They're buying it. We believe you. And then again, they take this tape yesterday, this uh, Bin Laden tape, and they spin that into something that it certainly doesn't sound like to anybody with a brain when he's talking about the fact that uh, Sodom is an uh, infidel. I mean, Sodom is not a religious fanatic. He's anything but. Right. Plus, he ain't the right religion anyway. No rag on his head. No beard. No, no schmata head. Look at, that, look at that sloppy mustache he's got. And those, big, go to and those big fat cigars he's right. puffing on. They hate him. Right. But I hear, oh, yeah, I hear they're in Muslim bed together is, Muslim, is what I'm Muslim, hearing. Right. Don't forget, join George for happy hour, 5 to 7 tonight at Treasure Island, located off the Palmetto, just north of the 122nd Street exit. Stop by for prizes and drink specials. I bet you Bulk of Brian's going to be there. And Miguel and uh, Carlos. And Miguel and Carlos house. and a bunch of other very, very horny people. What the hell is, uh, well, I'm not going to even ask. Here... Here's North Miami. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. This is me. Yes, Neil. I wanted your opinion on the Middle East. A little something that hasn't been brought up in the news. Um, you'd like? Wait, wait a minute. You'd like my opinion on the Middle East? No. I well, the question I'm about to ask you. Oh. What is your opinion on all of our concentrated troops in one small place, as far as um, you know, being vulnerable with all those troops? And if they do have nuclear capability, how come they wouldn't do it right there? Yeah. Well, uh, he's already said that whatever capability he's got, he's going to use it. If we invade, he's got nothing to lose at that point. What I'm saying is, what if he does it in his own territory, takes out a lot of our special special forces troops, and right. it makes us look bad because everybody else thinks we dropped the bomb. And what's going to have? What are we going to have left for North Korea, by the way? That's what, yeah. Something to think about. And for the fight against terrorism, which I thought it was what this was all about. It isn't? 
I thought that's what we were doing, is fighting the evildoers, the real evildoers, and these other small potatoes that we could, like, deal with. You know, we can keep him under a microscope for years, if need be, while we're taking care of important business. And another thing I don't understand. While George Tenet is up there uh, testifying in front of Congress from the CIA, uh, they keep telling us about all these uh, al-Qaeda individuals that we have, not, uh, you know, not necessarily cells, but these individuals that they're following and monitoring. Now, I realize that they're going to say, well, you know, if we keep following them, they'll lead us to others and so on. But why aren't they in custody? Right. Because every time we arrest a bunch of these people, it, 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 it disrupts whatever planning that they're doing. Right? Right. But they're not doing that. Unless maybe they're not following anybody. No, well, that's what they're telling us. Well, I'm convinced. In addition to which, this morning, I start out on the news by saying, well, there's a whole bunch. There may be hundreds of Al-Qaeda operatives in the country that we don't even, we're not even on to yet. Well, surprise, as if that is a shock to anybody. Are you shocked? And dismayed. And dismayed. But you got a good deal on gas. I go out there and gas up right now. Gas up your SUV like that first guy for the weekend. It's not that far away if we're still here. There's George Tenet. Looking back with a confused look on his puss. This country, uh, while Iranian officials have contended that this step has been undertaken to address civilian energy needs. Oh, isn't that Olympia Snow from Maine who said that they found out about the orange uh, terror alert uh, in the news media? She said the federal government didn't exactly do a great job in informing the officials around the country in the 50 states because the people in Maine found out about it through the news media. They heard about it on CNN. Ah. But we you do understand we are taking these things seriously. You do understand that. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. I tell you the result of the poll right now. If this uh, thing shows up again here, there is the clock, there is the time. I'm looking on my uh, homepage here, and there it says done on the bottom. You know what's in between the clock and where it says done on the bottom? Nothing. A nice white screen. Well, it'll it'll uh, show up on there again. How long is this going to go on here all day? Perhaps. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's sabotage. You think? Oh, there it is. 279 votes. What's your take on the latest Bin Laden tape? It changes nothing. 114 proves that Bush is playing into his hands. 100. All the more reason to attack Iraq now. 88. What? Me worry? 47. And it's not him. He's really dead. 30. 30 people are a lot smarter than we are, which ain't saying too much. Hey, I'll tell you one thing. You don't have to be a genius to call dry concepts. All you have to do is be somebody who wants to have a great-looking house. If you want your carpeting looking just like brand new, no matter how soiled and mildewy and crappy it may look right now, Dry Concepts will come to your home and dry clean your carpets. Nobody else in the world does it. It's an exclusive patented method. That's why I've been using them in my house for well over 20 years now. And everybody else I know that's got any intelligence uses Dry Concepts because they know, just like I do, that you can't get a better deal all the way around. First of all, as far as price is concerned, it's always a fair price, and they guarantee that. They give you a written guaranteed price up front before they start doing the work. They dry clean your carpets, they make them look and smell just like brand new, lemony fresh, and then they're dry in a couple of hours, you're ready to rock and roll again. And they also do a stupendous job of cleaning your upholstery and your leather furniture, your drapery, whatever needs to be cleaned. If you have pet odor problems, mildew odors from uh, water damage, they'll make all that stuff go away like with a magic wand. So if you want a stupendous job every time at a guaranteed fair price, do yourself a big favor and call the best in the world. Dry Concepts. Call them toll-free, 1-800-248-5071. 1-800-248-5071, or just log on to their website at DrugConcepts.com. Don't forget, with Drug Concepts, you clean today, and you can entertain tonight. Live, Live and local, we're Sports Radio 560 QAM. Young is too young. Wait up, 
So somebody faxes me Molly Ivan's great column from a Sunday. The only problem with that, cozying up to the fringe right. The only problem with that is we had it on the website on Monday. Huh? See, these people don't understand. I appreciate very much them faxing me the stuff, but we're on top of it, man. I'm scouring it. And it was on it. And another problem is that they're not uh, checking the bedtime stories on our website, which is very depressing to me, too. They ought to be. They ought to be every single day. Because unlike before, when I was wasting all the valuable airtime reading bedtime stories, which the audience obviously does not want no. at all, so I don't have to do that anymore because they're right on our website. And you know, anybody with a brain, if they don't have a computer like that Haitian guy, they can go out and you know steal one, borrow one. Go to the library. Go to the library. Go on the internet every day. This should be like part of your uh, homework assignment. I mean, forget what, what what I have to say. What the hell do we know? You know, George knows nothing. I know less than nothing. We know nothing. There's Robert Bird. <laughs> <laughs> he knows that he just celebrated his 342nd birthday and he just barely remembers those days when he used to walk around with those white sheets on yeah bobby <laughs> this world bobby senator robert bird and we're going to step away at this yeah, I bet yeah. You are gonna step away. <laughs> senator bird is about to expire right there Right on the floor of the U.S. Senate. Oh, Colin Powell is a bop bop again. Now is the uh, uh, hearing now before the House International oh. Relations Committee. Oh, and there's Henry. He's hiding it. Henry Hyde, the one that broke up the emergency of that poor old 73-year-old guy on West End. Looking leader there. Right now you That's the one. He's hiding it. Uh, Secretary of State oh. Colin Powell, and he's we just now beginning some very interesting remarks. How, how, now, how does he know that? That they're going to be very interesting if he hasn't said them yet. Friday. Not that the news is slanted or tilted. This is CNN, by the way. Finally, to make sure that... That was the same guy that mispronounced uh, Gary Puckett's name. The final part of the resolution clearly said, Leon, whatever his name there is. There are new material breaches, further material breaches. Mean you know, notice how his voice is cracking now? He's getting so desperate to put it over. As it must, then serious consequences will flow. Every member sitting in the council that day and all of their capitals understood that serious consequences meant if Iraq did not take this last chance, this yeah, last this opportunity. Is a, no more chances. You've had it. That's it. Here comes La Bamba, baby. 
What are you laughing about? He did a magnificent job of peddling bullcrap to the American public. They said, oh, he, he looks so uh, authentic, and he's such right. a reasonable guy, you know, and he really knows his crap. He would How never... do you think they did it? Money? Are you questioning the veracity of our Secretary of State again? Yes. Here's a fax from one of our chronic, uh, chronic faxers who says, have you ever seen North Korean President Kim Jong-il Jong -il, and Marty Allen in the same place? I'll go check. Also, the actual remark, which was watered down by the press, by Lyndon Johnson about Gerald Ford was he can't walk and fart at the same time. But you, you know, you, in those days, you certainly couldn't say it would be very presidential to say he can't walk and fart at the same time. He could walk and fall at the same time. Or like a horse, maybe he could walk and schmidt at the same time and then say, I was just trying to fart, you know? It just kind of like slipped out. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. Mad Dog at one, the Humper at three. Shitco Panther preview at 7. The Panthers and the Rangers with Alexei Kovalev, 7.30 from the Macarena. Any interest? No. Eddie K after the game and Joe and Mark overnight. Here's Coral Springs. Hello. Hi, Neil. Yes, sir. I hear you talk about Pompano Harness Drag. Is that a good place to go? I beg your pardon? Is that a good place to go, Pompano Harness Drag? No, what, what, what does that mean? Is it a good place to go? What does that mean? I was going to go there tonight. Are you going tonight? No, is I'm not. No, I'm not. But that's a good reason for you to go. Go and have a good time. Brian Sears, baby. Bet Brian Sears. Plunge your guts out. Just take a bag full of money. Brian Sears, Bruce Ranger. Bruce Ranger, Brian Sears. Once in a great while, Wally Hennessy when he's in the right mood. Not Dave Ingraham, please. 5670560, oh, pound five. I mean, here we are. Here's Colin Powell up there. Here's Senator Byrd, who's on the verge of falling asleep in front of the uh, U.S. Senate. We got all these uh, people running out to buy bottled water and uh, Visqueen. And this guy wants to know, is Pompano Park a good place to be, and will I be there? Oh, good. God Almighty. Here's Sunrise. Hello. Hello. Yes, sir. I called you for one thing, but I want to. I was listening to what you said about if they know about these Al Qaeda people, why are they not arrested? I work for a credit reporting agency, and one of the things that they now check off is a thing called an OFAC report, which is kind of like an undesirable, whether it's a money launderer, illegal alien, mm -hmm. uh, p potential terrorist thing. And I'm like, going, well, if they can identify them, right. why are they still here? Right. Why are they? You know, I, I don't even. I mean. It, it puzzles me. Why, why aren't they, they all down in Guantanamo with the other scumbags? If they have a list, I mean, why haven't they picked these people up? I mean, why do, you know, so, but the reason I called was my wife and I, we live in the Northeast State. We tried Flores again. It is good. We we went back there. I mean, we had stopped going when it changed ownership from right. Johnny and Joe. And mm -hmm. I'll tell you, it's just as good when you were at IOD. I hate to say it, maybe better. Maybe even better. They brought us food a couple weeks ago. It was sensational. It was. I mean, we, we, we took it to, to go, um, and they have beer and wine again, which is good, too. Okay. We, we took it to go. And now, let me ask you, how, ma how many free meals are you getting for making this call? You know? None. Not, not that I have a problem with that, but I'm just curious. No, I'm not. Well, no, you, should, I'm not. you should be. You should get a discount on the next meal. Well, I just like to see that, that my, the area where I live actually comes back. I mean, you got Soika down there now. You've got all these restaurants coming on, on Biscayne, so hopefully 79th Street will come back, too. Excellent. Okay, thanks. Thanks a lot. See you at Flores. 567, say how to sunny in the market, too. 567, oh, 560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless mi uh, mine line. In order to get Saddam Hussein off the hook. Okay, uh, can't, can't do it, Sally. You hear that? He said, can you get me off the hook, Tom, for old time's sake? That's what he said. He heard you talking about the Godfather yesterday. 
Better get with it, mister. Hey, speaking of getting with it, guys, Valentine's Day is only two days away. It's this Friday. And what women really want is for you to put a little bit of thought and creativity into your gift. This year, express yourself in a fun and original way and say with a Vermont teddy bear. Just call 1-800-829-BEAR, and a friendly bear counselor will help you choose from over 100 bears, handcrafted in Vermont, delivered, delivered in a colorful gift box with a free card and chocolate. Tell her she lights your fire with that new burning love bear dressed like a hunky fireman with love tattoo on his arm. Or say I'm wild about you with the jungle love bear. They've even got bears for her hobby or occupation. Sending a Vermont teddy bear is a creative personal alternative to flowers. It'll be around long after Valentine's Day to remind her of you. Sending a bear to the office that her coworkers can see how thoughtful and romantic you are is a swell idea, too. Overnight and Valentine's Day delivery still guaranteed. So call 1-800-829-BEAR or shop online at vermontteddybear.com. This year, do it the right way, the smart way. Say it with the Vermont Teddy Bear for Valentine's Day and tell them that fat old Neil told you to call 1-800-829-BEAR. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. The Banana Republic, baby. Only in Miami. I was attacked by the Pokemon. He went and maimed my friend Punjab. Oh, no, I don't feel safe in India. Oh, I'd rather be in New York and drive a cab. Thank you, my friend. Thank you, my friend. I'd go get one right now. Okay, it's 1114 at 560 WQAM. There's Muff. He's uh, dancing around here like a wild man. He's coming up with all kinds of neat programming ideas, like playing music again. That sounds good to us. 417 votes on the poll. What's your take on the latest Bin Laden tape? Not too many calls about that. Now what's your interest? It changes nothing. Maybe that's why. 122, 29.2%. Changes nothing. Proof that Bush is playing right into his hands, 115, 27.5%. All the more reason to attack Iraq now. Oh! 93, 22.5%. What, me worry? 55. 55 people who are oblivious no matter what's going on. That's our crowd. And 32 say, it's not him, he's really dead. If it was him, why don't we get a videotape? Oh, and I had a laugh. They were saying yesterday, explaining why it was an audio instead of a videotape. It's much easier to smuggle to somewhere a audio tape than a videotape. Because huh. you, know, you know how big those videotapes are. The size of our debts. Those big, clunky videotapes. I, I know what they... I'm, I'm just being facetious. I, I know. I'm being facetious. It's a joke. But I, this is the mass media for you. know, just, just saying a lot of stupid, idiotic things so they can go along with the uh, the government line. They can tow the line. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon line. Noon to one, our big Wednesday comedy hour, and believe me, we need that today. We need a lot, don't we? You bet. And like I said before, be a real good time, hop in a car, keep the show turned on real loud, have a few chuckles, and head out to Home Depot, some of those other kind of places, Lindsley Lumber, if they were still in business, and pick up your uh, Visqueen and a bunch of bottled water, duct tape, get lots of duct tape. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Yeah, Neil, two two things for you on your poll. It's not Osama. He's really dead. It's a plot by Bush just to get America to back him. Yeah. All right. And so, on in other words, so in other words, Bush made the tape? Is that what you're saying? Well, I'm not saying he made the tape, but the administration did. Yeah. Just Well, that's one thing. That's one way of thinking. Yeah, it is. Another thing, oh, I don't know. 
he's looking for backing, right? Yeah. And what? And what's the other thing? The other thing with the visqueen, you need plenty of visqueen and duct tape. Duct tape the corners. Go out and get some olive oil. Crisco. Okay, great, and have a good time. Have a party. He, I guess he's going to be a treasure island to see you tonight. <laughs> oh boy! No, that was duct tape. We said, sir, with a D. D. I think he misunderstood. Duct tape. You know what this reminds me of? I don't want to be a skeptic or a cynical or you know not not abide by the word of my government, but it's all it's a step away from back during the Cold War, when as a little kid in school they used to have these instructional films to show us what to do in the event of a nuclear attack. And they would show those And they would later. show you how to hide under your desk in school. You know what I'm saying? Right. Ah, it's a bomb. Hide under the desk. Put your hands over your head. Stick one foot up your Rectum. ass. Because that will keep you from melting. Right. It's, it's one step away from that. And, of course, the obedient masses out there, they're going to go out there. And they're, they're not going to. They're doing it. They're doing it. And I'll say it like I said in the beginning of the show. Nobody's commented on this, but it just makes common sense to me. Although that story about Mattoon, Illinois, I mean, that's a little bit uh, disconcerting. Even though Stephen Hatfield went to high school there. But I don't think if you live in Poughkeepsie, New York, or in Elmira, or in Albion, Michigan, or in Howe, Indiana, or in Shelby, Montana, I don't think you're in a lot of danger. Right? Right. But you never know. I mean, what are they talking about? They're talking about East Coast targets. Primarily the Northeast seems to be what they're emphasizing. And you know, so we never right. heard one more word about that white box truck. <laughs> Please. We never heard another word about it. Well, I was the, the Fox people. Well, we're too busy uh, with showdown Iraq. But at any rate, uh, what, what good is it going to do? What good can it possibly do to put duct tape on your windows? The what is that? Kind of, it's like it's like here's a picture of a guy, Pedro Lera, an employee of Flagler Surplus. Well, see, I mean, they're just they want to do business, which is fine. More power to them, you know. Who the hell wants to buy those ugly things anyway? In fact, a hundred years ago, when my father had an Army Surplus store, uh, we used to sell those too. Gas masks, Army Surplus gas masks. Oh, if I would only save that, you know, it might not be in see good there? shape right now. Could have saved one. I got one. Would have been good on the elevator that day. <laughs> when I said I was in a fog, I should bring it to work. He's donning one of the gas masks in stock Tuesday. A few have been sold of late, it says. Anti-biological suits, gas masks, all of these things. People are out buying up. In spite of the fact, now, when we had the anthrax scare, didn't they tell us that this wouldn't do any good? Yeah. Didn't they tell us that? Yes. Shut up. Oh. And smallpox, will, this, will that pretend? No. Of course not. But nevertheless, but it'll make you feel better as you're breathing your own breath. It will. Like at you. It will make you feel better to be walking around like that, like this guy here with a uh, with a mask on. You'll look stylish. I say, how about let's borrow OJ's ski mask? All right. That's not a bad idea. And his other glove. In fact, maybe while he's here, we ought to be thankful for once that he's here to protect us, you know, against the evil doers. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty. I'm getting really pissed off about this internet. Are they doing anything about it, or is it just? Is it just, uh, you know, come see, come saw, whatever the hell it is? It, oh, there it is, 450 votes. <laughs> oh, my God, this place, this place, every day that I'm here, and I, I send this message out to anybody who insists, oh, the show is so much better when Neil is here, bull crap. And you've seen how sick I've been the last right. couple of days. You want to know why? Because I'm here. 
the eating, the sitting on your ass, the whole ambiance of being here is deadly. This place is a killer. So I'm going to go up to Marshall, Michigan for a few months till the coast is clear. You know, and not, not that I'm worried about things. Here's Miami. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Uh, let me crawl up under my bed here for a second to talk to you. All okay, right, crawl right. right underneath there. Make sure you get the uh, get that. Listen, <laughs> um, that guy is just a little bit of my thunder in a way because what? I think you only see parts of the tape that you want to see. Everything that comes out that this administration puts out is always for the pro-war, pro-war. I mean, only 51% of people that voted uh, Bush in the office, all of a sudden... I think he thinks he's a god or something. Well, Colin did the job, man. He put Colin on the job, and he got it done. 71, 72%. Now say, hey, we're with you. We believe it. Let's go get him. But he sits there and prays about God bless this, God bless this, mm -hmm. right? But, you know, well, we're going to go over there and kill all these innocent people, you know, because we're, I guess he thinks he has the right to do it. Yeah, but those, those are living people, not unborn fetuses, sir. you got your priorities screwed up. Okay, just be sure and tape down the covers around the edges of the bed so none sneaks in there underneath and gets you. Okay, five, six, seven. Just hide under your desk, Johnny. Put your textbooks over your head. Duck and cover. Did you say ducked and cover? That's what we did back then. We ducked and covered. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T line. Don't forget for a good time tonight. Join George, happy hour five to seven at Treasure Island off the Palmetto, just north of the hundred twenty second Street exit. Stop by for prizes and drink specials and have a great time. <coughs> Where's Boca Brian, by the way? He ought to be here. Isn't he coming in today? Should be. Where the hell is he? Bald headed geek. He'll be here because he's on the way to Treasure Island. Office being interviewed. <laughs> being frisked, being patted down for uh, weapons of uh, individual destruction. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Okay. All right. How you doing? Oh, I didn't know I was on the, on the air already. How you doing? Hey, listen. All right. I'm I'm doing great. I'm, I hope you feel better. Yeah, I feel better. Uh, here's one. Now, here's one question that I need to ask. Like, um, this um, Colin Powell was showing you the sites that might be potentially um, they supposed to have the chemicals and so mm -hmm. on. Why don't they send the inspectors in there so he could be sure? Well, you know, they say that every time they send them in there, that uh, they, the inspectors go in the front door and they schlep the stuff out the back door, is what they're saying. Not, not, not that damn quick. I know. There's no way in the world. That well, not, not only quick. that, but if they really believe that, why aren't they giving the information to the inspectors in private and not having him go on the air and put it out for the entire world to hear? See? Thank you. Doesn't that Thank make you. sense? Yeah. Yeah, uh, unless they broadcast. I mean, look, let's let's face it. We know that they got a bunch of crap because, first of all, we gave most of it in the first place. So we know that they got still a bunch of crap, and especially chemical and biological. But we also know that they're not going to say, "Hey, here it is," and hand it over to us. So the decision we have to make is: Do they really represent an immediate threat to us? And the answer to me is no. Oh, okay. Hey, um, do you think do you think that they do? I think that they probably um, got rid of it. They might have. No, no, I'm not. No, I'm not talking about do they have it. I'm talking about does Saddam Hussein and the people of Iraq do they represent an immediate threat against this country now? Oh no, 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 no. Korea is. Korea is number well, one. We should worry about that more than uh, Saddam Hussein. But we're not. Oh no, that's a big mistake right there. I uh, love your show, and I hope you feel better. Okay, and thanks. There's, there's one request I would like to hear. Um, I heard it one time it was the, what was it, the Greek talking English? Something like, like that. Greek language time. You got it. All right, great. See. Thank you. Of course, I say you got it, and that's assuming that's in here, which I'm sure that it is. Yes. There it is right there.
In fact, just so we didn't have to wait. And now, Language Lab, the show that teaches you a foreign language in less than 60 seconds. Today's lesson, Greek. Lesson one, strawberry pie. Strawberry pie. Lesson two, apple pie. Apple pie. Lesson three, pumpkin pie. Punky pie. Customer, what kind of pie do you have? Answer. Apple pie, strawberry, and punky. Language Lab is a public service and may not be copied or authorized for resale. Thank you. I think that guy had a little problem. 25 after 11 at 560 WQAM, the big noon to one hour coming up. we got the Mad Dog, Jim Mandich at 1 o'clock. The Humper, Hank will be here at 3. Haven't seen Hank in a long time, in a coon's age. You know, Valentine's Day is day after tomorrow. If you really want to spoil your wife or girlfriend, send her a pajamagram. She'll get the softest, the most luxurious pajamas or lingerie, along with a free gift card and lavender bath tea. To send a pajamagram, shop online at pajamagram.com or call them at this toll-free number, 1-800-GIVE-PJs. You'll find lots of styles and fabrics like Egyptian cotton and fine silk with designs by Notori, Crabtree and Evelyn, Nick and Nora, and lots more. Everything from classic to fun and sexy, they have great bath and body products and spa gifts, too. Forget about the mall. Could be dangerous in the mall, you know what? A pajamagram takes only five minutes to order, plus the packaging is amazing, so you don't have to wrap it. She'll be so impressed, you won't believe it. Women want to be pampered on Valentine's Day, so here's a gift you'll both love. They're the sister company of Vermont Teddy Bear, so you know you can trust their quality, and you'll get reliable delivery, too. Be imaginative and original this year and send a pajamagram. Valentine's Day delivery is guaranteed. Visit pajamagram.com or call 1-800-GIVE-PJs. That's pajamagram.com, and be sure and tell them that nasty old Neil told you to call. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. Fudge packing? Shut up, you big hug! Ginger Rogers takes a mouthful of the sausage and whore haze pants. Hello, George. That pipe smoker and uncircumcised Q will bend engage in a fakeler dance. <laughs> I'm a cranky homophobe. Not that I mind it, but I'm way too old. I fantasize about being in bed. In a tryst with Fiedler, my man friend. I'll kiss and make up with Ginger someday. And then ask him to rape my bun. Over and over again. I can't stop. Though I would not feel remorseful. No. And I would not be ashamed about a ginger and moke union. Just boning and stroking away. Jesus Christ. Boy, Kelly, you're not my type. No. You sound like a nine-year-old kid. Only a macho manly guy. You don't notice me. That makes me flip my wig. If Ginger was a lover of mine, I'd bury my boldest veiny nose inside his pimply rear end. Rectum. No, I would not be a sport home. No. If I was not a closeted fae. That's why a ginger and moke union would make me feel giddy and gay. Everybody follow my thousand rules. 
Yeah, Ginger and Mo Gay Union would make my sore old bony ass feel safe. All right. If we had a Ginger and Mo Gay Union, then he wouldn't have to get me raped. 1131 at 560 WQAM. John Kerry undergoing prostate cancer surgery. Uh, everything came out very nicely. Okay, there you go. Now, how, look, that was incredible. Can you believe that? <coughs> no. If I got the magic <laughs> touch, I haven't lost it, man. Anthrax. Yeah, I remember that one. Woo. I mean, I, I was just going to put him on for a minute to make sure everything came out okay, and he said it all came out in the end or something like that. That, that was a miracle. Oh, let's go home. Couldn't do that again in a million years. I think I deserve the rest of the day off, if you ask me. That was phenomenal. So I can go home and get my duct tape. Yeah, what the, what the hell are those of us who have to work for a living, even though my hours are fairly limited here? But nevertheless, you know, we're going to have to be in these long lines and then go over to Pubics and get those big jugs of that nasty bottled you know, water that leaches all the chemicals from the uh, plastic Just into the water. Take a case of that fizzy like, like water that thing you, you got, got there. I, I love when it says drinking water, like the one you got. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not to be God. confused with flushing water. Drinking water as opposed to, like, cesspool water, septic tank water. Car washing water. Yeah. Otter get some real water. Man. <laughs> oh, thank God for Sal Falcone. Did we give him a plug, by the way? Not enough. From Smart By the way, that pasta. And Henry Lee. About that. Oh, he brought George a whole bunch, which I can't eat Stuffed that. And you want to see somebody lose weight in a hurry? Yeah. You just take a look at me now and then wait a couple of months. And I'm not joking. I've said that a million times before because this, this was my last scare. Gasp. No, I'm serious. Good. Even Dr. Bush, the Bush doctor, he said, look upon this as a good wake-up call. And I said, gee, I've been lying here for three hours already. How are you going to wake me up? <laughs> no, no, it, it really is a little ponderous. You're laying there with that gown on. <laughs> Never been there. you never been in that situation? Never worn you will. Gown. Something I to look forward oh, to, George, Looking, when you can yeah. be old and decrepit like Can't me. Wait. When you get to be an old fart like me. Boy. They're going to bring in my own gown. And you're laying there and you feel so helpless, you know? And that's what they want. That's the whole ideal of the medical profession is to make you feel helpless and humiliated with that gown. Like Dr. Mendelssohn used to say. Of course, Dr. Mendelssohn is still dead. Anyway, thanks again to Sal Falcone. He brought us in some great water the other day. Smart and final and Henry Lee is the joint that he works for. Now, what was the La Romanella? That's in water, which I'm drinking it right now. What am I looking over there? It's from uh, the ancient Roman spring, and it is really good crap, man. I don't know what that pasta was. It was not... Aqua minerale con gas, this is. Con gas. Si. Oh, that's right. You don't like con gas. It's all right. You, you know, like it's plain. It's you like plain, kind of like you. It fits in with your personality. Like right. me, on the other hand, lots of gas. We were out of the regular kind once, and uh, that's all that was in there. Frisante. And it kind of grew on me. The frisante, yeah. Frisante. And it grew on me. Casata. Five six seven oh five sixty. Welcome to our multilingual show here. <laughs> we're going to have Gilbert on as a guest tomorrow. Not. Coxahoys. Here, here's Miami. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hold on, hold on. Okay, here's a guy that's How you under, doing, Neil? I thought you were under the bed, maybe. Oh, yeah, well, kind of, man. I've been trying to reach you for about four days. Maybe you're hiding but... in a cave like Osama. <laughs> Osama, your mama. Hey, listen, let me, let me, let me tell you something, man. Your mama, yeah. These, uh, these people are all talking about that, that Bush and this and that. Listen, that, that, uh, well, wait a minute, you know, I can't remember what I was going to say. But... <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't be making a face at him. He's under a lot of pressure, okay? I understand. God. He's sealing up the house big time. He's going to go out and buy one of them little desks like we used to have in uh, in uh, kindergarten so he can hide under it. Well, if it worked back then against a nuclear bomb, it sure as hell ought to work against a little radiation or something, a little suitcase bomb. when a bomb up Pequena, right? You'd think. Well, a little one. 
Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the eight. I mean, they got everybody so on edge now. It's just it's a wonder that anybody. In fact, we ought to thank the fact we got any callers here today. We congratulate the audience on having the balls to at least uh, extend your hand as far as the phone. Here's Davy. Hello. I'm crazy. <laughs> Steve's still crazy. Okay, mark it down, George. Still crazy. Here's Miami Springs. Hello. Uh, morning, Neil. Morning to you. Yeah, yeah. I tell you, you blew my mind when you talk about Methuen, Illinois. Yeah. Yeah. That's my mom's hometown. <laughs> well, how do you like that? Yeah, yeah. And anyway, anyway. Now, wait, uh, wait a minute. Mathoon or Mattoon? Mattoon. 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 It's pronounced oh, Mattoon. I'll be damned. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, it's my mom's hometown. And, I mean, that's say uh, she's been gone two and a half years now. But, oh. But, but she, uh, she she never ever told me about this. I mean, when you, talk, you said about that, that, that just totally blew my mind. <laughs> well, maybe she didn't know about it. Yeah, maybe not. I mean, well, she was tw- 20 at the time. And, I don't know, maybe, you know, uh, well, she... She might have been in college at the time. I'm not sure. But. She might have been responsible for it, so now we can feel safe. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for you that she's gone, but there's always a silver lining in every dark cloud, and I can find it. Uh, yeah, thanks, Neil. Hey, um, well, so, yes. So, well, so, well, let me ask you this: Did she leave you any money? Uh, a little bit. Well, see, there you go. <laughs> so, so that, that was in the National Enquirer. Which one? Uh, no, I mean. It, oh, the Matt, the Mattoon, yes, yeah. it's in the uh, February 18th. The one with the big, fat, huge picture of Rosie on the cover. Yeah, I'm. Fat, yeah, I'm, huge, 310 pounds. Yeah, I'm gonna go right out by that. In fact, I mean, I'm gonna show that to my to my brothers and my sister, and that's gonna blow their mind. Okay. <laughs> okay, thanks, Neil. Good luck to you. Now, why do you always make a face? He just talks too fast. I He's wasn't a good guy. A face. Yes, you do. I was making you a face. You make fun face. of people who are like, you know, the mystery of America's first bioterrorist attack. It's on page eight, by the way, sir, and everybody else. Pick it up at your Publix while you're buying all your water and your, uh, well, you can't get your Vis, uh, Visqueen there. You gotta go to your hardware store to get your Visqueen. Home Depot has it. That's what I just it's got through saying. A it's store. a hardware, whatever the hell it is. They know what I'm talking about. Lindsley Lumber. It may not be open now, go. but one of these days they'll reopen it. But just, they got some great specials. Just then, uh, they got some uh, package deals. It happened 60 years ago during WW2, and it's still unsolved. The anesthetic prowler is on the loose. Well, it was on loose in Mattoon, Illinois. How do you like that? Tough game for the Leafs last night. Lost Edmonton 5-4. A very exciting game. It was 3-0 Edmonton, and then it kept coming back. It fell short. Michael Renberg almost tied it up late. Anybody care about that? No. I do. Leafs have been sold. New ownership now. Not sold, actually, but whatever. Nobody cares about these things here. Just a vacuous place. What do they care? We keep asking that question day after day, week after week, year after year. What do they care about? We don't. We don't know. Even today, look how hard it was. I mean, we got them going now, but it was it was it was a a, a battle. Of course, George was on yesterday. Well, but George had a great show yesterday, thanks to me. Thanks to you. Leaving a great topic like that. What was your favorite uh, character from any movie? That was a damn good poll, if you ask me. I wish I would have saved that for today and not given it to a punk like you. That was a great pull. I mean, the pull today is like, I don't know, I, I felt compelled to do it. Right. The one tomorrow, the one that Duff gave me for tomorrow and uh, will be even better, though. Yeah. Oh, you were supposed to tell me during the break and you forgot. Oh, well, the poll that he suggests is, and I don't, want, I don't want any suggestions today. Keep it in mind, okay? What person would you rather die than have sex with? Ooh. Good well, one. I, who, uh, what person would you write? See, he phrased it better than I did. I wrote it down. Where'd I write it down? Come on, you silly old fart. We've only got a four-hour show. I'd rather... Here it is. Yeah, good wording, Duff. He said, I'd rather drop dead than have sex with blank. Okay? I'm going to save that for tomorrow. Don't be throwing it away. If people come in here and they Schmidt can all my stuff here. Because that's what this show is about. It's about Schmidt. Is, the, is that really the name of the movie? About Schmidt. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. 
Isn't that what life is becoming all about? It's about Schmidt lately. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Yes, uh, Neil? Yes, sir. Yeah, this is from uh, some probably unreliable sources, but okay. it says Bush and high-ranking officials in his administration are tied to big duct tape and big bisqueen. Uh, too bad he had a cheap phone, you know what? Maybe uh, the president can get you a good one. Five six seven oh five sixty. Oh, so anyway, they took out Bob Graham's uh, very important. Put them on hold, whoever that is. Very important point. Oh, Duff's all excited because we're doing this poll tomorrow. Very important point, George. They took out John Kerry's prostate. Right. They took out Bob Graham's heart. Dick Gebhardt. Yeah. What are they going to take out on him? Uh, anyway, don't answer. Uh, Just think about it. Think about it. I'll oh, there's the Boca Brown with that nice fedora that he's got looking like. Oh, the chicken neck is really sticking out this way. I want to see what they were doing to him in there. I can only imagine. Look like they, you know they hook him up it to look, It looks to me like they stretched it a little bit, and the neck too. Look at that. Seriously, strap him into a chair. Did you lose more weight? Yeah, he did. Why? What do you want to do? Slip under the door? He looks like a pencil neck geek now, doesn't he? Oh, you look bad. He, he looks, looks great. great. No, he does not For look him. great. He weighs about what, 85 pounds now, soaking wet? Look at that neck. That's what happens. You get you know, a bit of a waddle you know going he, when you, you lose weight. You know what he looks like now? I think he's doing this to get at me now. He looks like a shorter, not quite so old version of my father with a hat. Oh, it's all by design. And he's dead. I, I just mentioned that in passing. Don't take it personal. He's dead. Of course, he did live till 90, but he was still a prick. 19 till noon at 560 WQM. For years, I've been telling you about the health benefits of Oleomed, and I keep telling you because this stuff works. How do you like that? Oleomed soft gels contain pharmaceutical-grade olive oil, not ordinary olive oil, but the best. It's super concentrated and loaded with health benefits. Oleomed every day can help reduce the risk of heart disease and high cholesterol, too. Plus, there are 14 different Oleomed formulas to choose from. Each one combines pharmaceutical-grade olive oil with vitamins, minerals, and herbals to support specific health needs, from bones to blood pressure to the immune system. Just choose the formulas that are right for you. And now there are three new Oleomed formulas, one to help you sleep, one to help you control your weight, and... Uh, Cell, what does that say? That's not right. CoQ10. Oh, who wrote this? And it's from, oh, I'm so sad. I want to kill myself. CoQ10, I should know because I take it every day and it's great for your heart. Look, I've got, I got a good squeeze, my doctor told me yesterday, and we will too. You'll find Oleomed all over town. Pick some up today at Publix, Eckerd's, Walgreens, Whole Food Markets, Navarro's, and Sedano's, or ignore it around line at oleomedamerica.com. If you want to get more information about their products and what they can do for you and where you should be sticking them, call 1-866-OLEOMED. That's 1-866-653-6633. Get your oleomite today and start feeling healthier again. Live and local. This is 560. The radio's all yours now. QAM. Bang you in the butt, honey. And we'll have more of the uh, stupid appendants of uh, the uh, Mohammed and David show. What? After this, uh, Wade, from our friends at uh, the Memory Law Center. <clears throat> Our friends at the uh, Memory Law Center, uh, 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 what, uh, what was I doing? What are you laughing at, Doc, you fat blimp? You know who I am? How dare you make fun of me? Why, I'll have you know, I'm the... F
All right, Zach, you're fired. Get out. Get out, Zach. Never mind that. Get out. You're fired. Get out. Watch it, Bastard. I'll show that old bastard. Perfect. An ice cream truck. Special today on strawberry and Quokamonga Pops. Get out of here, kid. Scram! You, get back in the truck and do what I say. See? All right, now drive. See? Just shut up and keep driving. Uh, back and forth in front of the station. See? May I ask what you are doing? I'm changing the sign. Gotta earn a living somehow. There. Three mammograms? Sure, then all the broads gotta do is lock them babies right up here in the window, and we perform a public service. We are being flagged down. Ah, uh, go ahead. <laughs> hey, you kids, get out of here. This ain't an ice cream truck no more. Now go get your mother. Uh-oh, the police are coming. Oh, that's right, I forgot. Okay. This, it's, it's illegal. Quick, drive back to the station. Most should be walking out right about now. See? There he is. Come here, officer. Hey, Mo! Spray, you loser, you failure! Come here! You bum! Come here! Hey! I just want to talk to you! Don't touch me! You know my turn! It's turn now, you old blasted! Get out of here! Get out of my pants! Hey, Mo! No! Yo, yo, yo! Zach's raping Mo! Eleven forty-eight at five sixty WQM. Here's a hostile fax from Joy, who was faxing yesterday with the slightly changed handwriting. Bush keeps winning his way in spite of all you Bush bashers. You never offer alternatives, only skepticism, which is wrong. While Bush is uh, doing something to spread democracy in the Middle East, you want to appease, and that encourages the Arabs to cut the one democracy in the region, Israel, down to size. You following that? Sounds like a bunch of stuff and nonsense. Exactly. All I can say to that is. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon Wireless line. Here's Fort Lauderdale. Hello. Hey, how you doing? Okay. I was gonna hide out in Taormina for until things cooled off, but uh, maybe Costa Rica sounds better. And yeah, I don't it sounds know like why a good you... time. At least it's cheap down there anyway. Yeah, and I don't know why you want to go to Michigan. Ann Arbor has the biggest mosque in the country. I forgot about that. And don't forget about Detroit, Dearborn. That's right. I'm not I going there. I don't know, and I'm afraid that when we uh, uncover some more things, that fingerprints from the French and the Germans are going to be all over everything. I just don't think it's being pacifist. I think there's more to it. The fingerprints of the French and the Germans. Yep. When they get done shredding all that chemical warfare information that's written in French and German, yeah, maybe the French and German will join us. Okay, whatever you say. Do you follow what he was saying? I think he was in bed with Joy that was uh, faxing oh, wow. him. Okay. I think what they both said was like that. Their fingerprints are all over it. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT. See, that's one good thing when you get into something like this. Everybody's got all these wild cockamamie ideas, and everybody's an expert, and everybody's got some wild theory. We just kind of like sit back and watch it and weep. Here's Hialeah. Hello. Neil. Yes, sir. Hi. How are you? Okay. This poll of yours. Uh, who would you rather die than? Yeah, that's tomorrow's poll. Yeah, that's tomorrow's poll. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon. See, I told you. Thank goodness we got that noon to one comedy bit, sir. We don't have to take any calls in that hour because then. Oh well, for tomorrow's poll. No, tomorrow do tomorrow's poll. See, that's the way it works. Today we do today's poll. Tomorrow we'll work on tomorrow's poll. 
That's my philosophy. Each day, try to work on a different pool. Grease it up and work on it. There you go. Well, you grease it up. Get out that Crisco, like the guy said. Get out your uh, Visqueen. Get out your duct tape. Your bottled water. Lots and lots of bottled water. A little sterno would be good. And see, I told you, I knew I knew I mentioned beefaroni before. There's a reason for it. Oh, got a, if you got a sterno stove, huh? Right. Because the electric might go out. And if you're a sterno junkie, you can just sniff the old sterno. You can snort it. Mmm. Smells like crap. No, seriously, a little beefaroni wouldn't be bad. No more beefaroni for you, mister. Not after all these problems you're having. All these fat attacks. This place, this place is a killer. McLean, of course, if it weren't for George forcing all that food on me the last five, six weeks, that's what it's all about. Carlos isn't here to stick up for me because he was a witness. He saw it. All those meals that were forced down my throat, practically force-fed. Not that the food wasn't good. We appreciate Wayne Arnold's very much and Pizza Loft and who else? Who else brought in food? Flores? And the Corkies? Oh, now that was a bad day. That was a bad You want to know why it was such a bad day? Because they caught us off guard. Right. They sent Mo and Geldy food in the morning, which we thought was the food that we had begged for, and then they knew nothing about it. They were happy to eat it, though. And uh, so we ate a whole bunch of that, and then they sent us our own food later on. Man, oh, man. I consumed so much food that day. It was like a miracle. It was unbelievable. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line as we continue lining up the cockamamie theories about all the evil doers and evil things in the world today. Here's Miramar. Hello. Hey, how's it going, Neil? Okay. Hey, well, let me just preface it preface this by saying that I'm not an expert, but I used to be in the military and I took a Kim Warfare training. And last time I checked, you the only way you can really stop it is if you have a like a filter for the kind of chemical agent that you're up against and mm-hmm. they, they really have no idea what you're, what you're going to get. Right. It could be anthrax, it could be anything. But also, I, I didn't really watch the news, but heard it on, on your show about how they're saying you duct tape the windows and events. But if you do that to prevent the, 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 the agents from coming in, you'd have to prevent air exchange because that's how it's going to come in. Right. So if you prevent air exchange, how are you going to get oxygen unless you've got some kind of O2 generator or something? Now you're talking. It's, it's not going to do you any good. So if you if you ask me, it's kind of irresponsible on the part of whoever you know put that out there. If it was the, the government, government you know, yeah. the news. But it's it's ridiculous. Like yeah. I didn't hear exactly what they said how you should do it, but everything I learned, there's there's no way to stop it unless you know exactly. Because like I said, they have to train you for a specific agent. Right. And there's no one filter that's going to stop everything. Amen. Okay. Thanks a lot. No problem. That's as in oxygen tanks. Let's get a whole bunch of oxygen tanks. What do you say? Well, that would be good. We're in the right town for it. All what? those scuba places, you can get all kinds of tanks. See, I mean, he made an excellent point, but I wish he wouldn't have put that out there to the public because now they'll all be lined up in the oxygen joints. Yeah. I heard oh. Michael Jackson sleeps in an oxygen tent. Let's go steal his. Oh, or let's just set it on fire. Just for a little while. It's just a joke. Well, like I said, for a little while, a couple hours. Five six seven oh five sixty. I wonder if that nose would, would melt, do you think? You know it would. In the sun. They did a thing on ABC's Good Morning America this morning about Michael Jackson's plastic surgery. This in the middle of all these other things going on. And they still can't get off of Michael Jackson, you know, in the nose. And then Joe Costello comes in and he and Carlos team up on us and are giving us a big song and dance about he's not a pedophile and they feel sorry for him and he didn't do this. And he never stole a freight train. 
See, I think Carlos can relate to him because he kind of like they're starting to look alike. Real bizarre, freaky, right? In one case, it's natural, though. Never seen them together. Joe Costello, on the other hand, I don't know what Joe's story is. I, I, I don't know. I have no clue what his deal is. Joe is Joe. Right, and always will be. What's your take on the latest Bin Laden tape? 526 votes. 162 say it changes nothing. Proves that Bush is playing into his hands, 143. All of them are reason to attack Iraq now, 114. What, me worry? 66. It's not him. He's really dade, 41. He's saying that. Want to take another quick one before we do the uh, break? Yeah, sure. Because it's Port St. Lucie. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. A couple quick things that I find important nobody's talking about. Uh, out of 10% of the population is gay, why aren't there any gay porn channels on satellite? That's number one. And if you can't find any visqueen, is it possible to take refuge inside an old queen? Something to think about. Not this one. Four minutes till noon. He better move to Europe, I guess, if he wants gay porn channels. Oh, yeah, they got porn channels over there up up the, well, anyway. Up the satellite. They got whatever you want, okay? All kinds of stuff. Because they're like light years ahead of us. They're not uptight about this stuff. They're not all goody two-shoes. They're not being repressed by a bunch of religious fanatics who are running around screaming that the world is ending and stuff like that. I think we ought to be not letting Armageddon uh, take us down this road, you know what I'm saying? I think we're getting led down the garden path. And we don't want to take this folk in the road at all. Four minutes till noon at 560 WQM. Hey, guys, if you spent the entire year last year avoiding looking in the mirrors, if you're walking around wearing a stupid-looking hat because your bald spot is like chasing birds and the animals away, look at that, Boca Brown with that silly fedora. Oh, my God. Even Tessie would be embarrassed. Get rid of that bald spot with my good buddy Charles Alfieri. The natural hairline system is as natural, as great as it looks, uh, unless it's your real hair. And people will think it is because the natural hairline system is called that because it looks like it's grown right out of your scalp, as opposed to a barnyard animal died on your head, as opposed to big holes drilled in your head, as opposed to those dangerous pills that don't do a damn thing except take money out of your wallet. For over 25 years now, Charlie's been working with the famous and the infamous and in between because even the uh, rich guys know that nobody can give him a better looking head of hair. So if you want to get laid once in a while, if you want to look better and younger than you have in a long time, call Chuck Alfieri. There's no obligation. He'll give you a free consultation, sit your ass down and show you just how much better he can make you look. And be sure and mention my name. It'll save you 200 bucks off the regular price. Here's the toll-free number, 1-800-321-2413. 1-800-321-2413. Before the big bombs start dropping, call Charles Alfieri and at least go out looking your best. Or check him out on the web if you like at charlesalfieri.com. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. I'm Osama Bin Laden, and whenever I am in Miami, I listen to Nero Rogers, 12 to 1 hour. The most controversial movie of our time, Martin Scorsese's The Last Temptation of Christ, recently became available for home viewing on cassette. Religious groups, miffed at the release of the film theatrically, became outraged on the event of its home distribution. And so, for your spiritual edification, and for those who don't have VCRs or the price of a movie ticket, we are proud to present, live, part one, the radio version of Martin Scorsese's The Last Temptation of Christ. Oh! Ah! Hey, buddy, buddy. Want to buy a hot stereo? Uh, uh, gee, I better not. Okay. Ah! Oh! And so the controversy continues. Tune in tomorrow for part two, Martin Scorsese's The Second Last Temptation of Christ. Good day. Oh, fat ass Rosie, please go away. 
find a new way to attack the buffet. Go home and eat your ho-hos <laughs> till you explode. Just like your fat, fat, churning ladies have to bite your seats on a plane. Spending your fingers that have yellow stained from Cheetos. Can't see your toes. Past your piggy poo nose. Proud to be fat, disgusting, and pasty. Oi! You make the shutted women smile. They like a gal who's fat and sassy, big smelly fat, so repulsive and vile. Your body cheese smells like a crapper. After it was occupied by Ed Asner, need a shoehorn to get into your car, cause you're too goddamn wide. Oink and squeal, oink and squeal, oink and squeal, fat lady. Living with your lover, let's be slobbering and snorting the tree between her knees. Mashed potato yeast. Smells fishy to me. Lapping up a tuna that's moist and tasty. Hey, you won't play this, so I better. Outside, use my nips to hang your hat. I can blow in your ear, give you a lap dance, but you won't notice me till I get some implants. I need a guy who ain't got issues, like feeling up a chest and finding tissues. Guys say I'm cute, they say I'm pretty. I'm not your pity. I've got a nice ass and purr like a kissy, but I can't get a man, cause I got no titties. Got no titties. The wonder bra is something I can't afford. When you lay on me, you'll swear you're on a diving board. When I turned 11, I started to get pubes. Now I'm 24 and still waiting on my boobs. Guys say I'm cute, they say I'm pretty I'm not one who needs your pity I've got a nice ass and purr like a kissy But I can't get a man, cause I've got no titties Got no titties I've got no
duct tape and bailing wire does the trick. It's my little brown coop. I'm so proud what I got. I'm so proud what I got. I never knew how to drive a car before, but they handed me the keys when I got to shore. And if that ain't enough to make you really flip, there's one more thing. I got no brakes. Sorry. It fills up with water on the rainy day. But the tape on the window seems to work okay. The front wheels start to shake when I try to steer. And I can't get it out of second gear. It's my little round coop. Oh, I'm I... so proud what I got. I'm so proud what I got. It's my little round coop. I'm so proud what I got. It's the little old lady from Hialeah. It's the little old lady from Hialeah. Oh, very slow, very slow, very slow. With a baseball cap and a silk gardenia. Oh, very slow, very slow, very slow. Hidden in a rickety rundown shack. She's got a mint condition 68 Cadillac. Now I can't think of no one who could make I give up. I don't know either. Moment of weakness. Eight minutes past noon. Here's a good fact, though. It says, how would you handle the Middle East? It says, we have one foot in with Israel, so now we have to put both in or both out. You seem to think we should do the hoochie-coochie and just shake it all about. I think that's an excellent idea. You shake it. JTS. It says, do the hoochie-coochie and shake it all about. I like that. I think that's a lot better than whatever's going to go on, including all that poison gas and uh, suitcase bombs and other stuff that we don't want. But it's just a thought. Here's another thought. Valentine's Day is only two days away. And, of course, what women really want for you uh, is uh, to have you put a little thought and creativity into your gift. That's what they want. Got it? This year, express yourself in a fun and original way and say it with the Vermont Teddy Bear. Just call toll-free 1-800-829-BEAR, and a friendly bear counselor will help you choose from over 100 bears handcrafted in Vermont and delivered in a colorful gift box with a free card and chocolate. Tell her she lights your fire with a new burning love bear dressed like a honky fireman with a love tattoo on his arm. Or say I'm wild about you with a jungle love bear. They've even got uh, bears for her hobby or occupation. Sending a Vermont teddy bear is creative and a personal alternative to flowers, which die in a matter of hours. And unlike those flowers, this will be around a long time after Valentine's Day. 
Send her a bear to the office so her coworkers can see just how thoughtful and romantic you're pretending to be. Overnight and Valentine's Day delivery guaranteed. Call toll-free 1-800-829-BEAR or shop online at vermontteddybear.com. This year, say it with a Vermont teddy bear for Valentine's Day and be sure and tell them that old Neil told you to call. 1-800-829-BEAR and then do the hoochie-coochie and shake it all about. Last I 
Mr. Powell. Thank you, and good morning. I am here to address the United Nations with incontrovertible evidence of Saddam Hussein's elusive weapons of mass destruction. Now, ladies and gentlemen, if you'll just watch the screen in front of you, you will see our renderings of Saddam's arsenal. Now, this is more than just a cartoon, because we feel Wiley Coyote is analogous to Saddam. As you can see, he hides quite an arsenal of weaponry in his cave. Now, this scene here proves beyond any shadow of doubt that Saddam is indeed hiding his weapons. You'll observe the coyote holding his ears in anticipation of destroying his infidel enemy, only to discover his own nuclear warhead pointing up his butt. Now, here in an attempt to escape invading forces, he paints a picture on a rock, no pun intended, thinking, of course, he can run through the picture he painted. I hereby submit this as conclusive proof and look forward to your support. Thank you. Everyone in office did the same as me. The only difference was they were a little more discreet. You elected me your president, not your saint. No matter who you put here, it'll always be the same. From Washington to Bush, they all had something on the side. But the press thought it was best to keep it quiet at the time. It happened back then, and it's never going to stop. Every president has done the presidential bop. When FDR was giving us a brand new deal, Eleanor was giving chicks a reason to squeal. Eisenhower did it back in World War II. Told his driver that he liked her in the exclusion too. Nixon like interpreters that spoke Chinese. And don't get me started on the Kennedys. It happened back then, and it's never gonna stop. Cause every president has done the presidential bop. I guess you could say I'm in the minor league. Compared to what went on with the Kennedys. The girls I had all look bad and make you limp. Well, that's because I don't have Peter Lawford for my pimp. And was it a coincidence or just bad luck? That Hoover is the name of a vacuum that sucks. <laughs> it happened back then, and it's never gonna stop. Every president has done the presidential bop. When you're the president, you have to ask yourself, why not? Because every president has done the presidential bop. Can star may think it's criminal, but I hope it's not. Because every president has done the presidential bop. Welcome back to the glittering pageantry of the Mohawk and David Show. We have a full docket today. Including a cavalcade of articulate athlete interviews. You know that pipe smoker's still at it. What? 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 Singing those songs. Making fun of me. They make fun of me all the time. I don't know why they don't adore me. Yeah, dear, everything will be all right, Mo. 
Get your hands off me, you fairy. You queer? You tube chomper? Real men don't touch, only during the game. Yes, master. They want singing? I'll give them singing. Get on a piano. Over there. Okay, Mo. Now, hit it. Back in my day, men were straight. Being gay is hip today. That's why I can't tolerate his guzzling gays. Sport holes weren't gay back then. Stop it! Stop it, you moron! What's the matter, Mo? My wig fell off again. Okay. All right, where were we? Sport holes were in game. Uh, I'll take it from here. The guys that like to worship men. Good thing we won't see Poland or Wayland and Adam again. Didn't need to soothe prostates. Or to tickle hairy taint. Jesus Christ, I really hate. Just guzzling guys. Thank you for calling. This is T. Tony. How may I help you? I just picked up my 92 Accord from your lot, and there is a huge turd in the back seat. A huge turd? Yes. And there's there's what in the back seat? A, a turd. A piece of A big-ass human turd. In the back seat of my car. Ma'am, I assure you, our guys did not take a dump in your car. If you want to, bring that car back and we'll take a look at it. You Oh, you want to take a look at it? My car is fine. It's that big-ass turd in the back seat. Okay, what that, would you like me to do? I said, okay, how about I go to your house and pitch a loaf on your couch? How about that? Ma'am, huh? what would you like me to do to fix the situation? I want somebody to come over here, get this turd out my back seat. That's not going to happen. Car. What do you mean it's not going to happen? You can bring the car here and we can take a look at it. I am. I'm going to bring it back there. You know what I'm going to do? Huh. I'm going to take a dump in every last car you got there. I'm going to pee on your counter. I'm going to do it all. To okay. show you how it feels. Okay. And you know what? You sound like a big burly man. It probably came out your ass. Oh, yeah. I, I, I don't make it a habit of going out and taking a dump in the car. How much do you weigh? Uh, About 400 pounds. That's your turd. That's, That's my turd, turd huh? Yes. That came up from a 400-pound man, huh? This is a 400-pound man, either that or a gorilla. Okay. I'm driving this car right to my lawyer's office, and I'm going to let the whole world see. You're going to be on the news this evening, buddy. <laughs> I'm going to get seven on my side. Watch. You're going to be on the news. Can you describe the, the, the piece of shit? I mean, what does it look like? You know what it is. It came out your ass. <laughs> what the oh. hell? You, what kind of asking me what color? I tell you what, it smells ungodly. That's what it smells like. Sounds like you sold your ass to the devil. That came from the pits of hell. Well, how big is it? How long is it? It's not as long as my arm. <laughs> I don't think it's fun. Why, y'all? This is not fun. I got a damn two-by-four in my back seat. You know, I think this I think this some racial shit, too. That's what this is. <laughs> uh-huh. I, little kids are running away from it. Like it's been sitting there. Steve, 
does it, okay? <laughs> Seventy-six votes on a poll. What's your take on the latest Bin Laden tape? It changes nothing. One eighty-three proves that Bush is playing into his hands. One fifty-six. All the more reason to attack Iraq now. Oh! One hundred and twenty-four. What me worry? Sixty-seven. And it's not him. He's really dead. Forty-six. Twenty-six past noon. We got the Mad Dog, who's still alive. He'll be along at one. A Humper at three. We got the hockey stuff tonight. Rangers. Alexei Kovalev. Any interest? No. Big game at the Macarena. If you're not getting a good night's sleep, probably one of the culprits is a bad mattress. If your mattress is lumpy, if it's bumpy, if it's a piece of turd, if you pardon that expression, here's the answer for you. Call our good friends at Dial a Mattress, 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S. they got the best mattresses in the world and an all-around unbeatable deal. Sealy, Serta, Simmons, King Coil, every size, every style, exactly the one you want is in stock, ready for just about immediate delivery. And you got 30 days to try it out, too, to see if it's right for you and your back. And they deliver whenever it's convenient for you, any seven day, any day, seven days of the week, and you picked it to our window. So call 1-800-MATTRESS right now. You'll be sleeping like a baby as soon as tonight. They are unbeatable, everyday low prices, too. 1-800-M-A-T-T-R-E-S for Dial a Mattress, the answer for a perfect night's sleep for years to come, or check them out on the web if you like at mattress.com. Live, live and local, we are Sports Radio 560 QAM. Bandage. I f***ed him. Oh. What's the big deal about my war? I don't understand what all the protesting's for. Don't you love driving your SUV? I'm gonna try my best to get you all the gas you need. Now tell me, what is human life compared to fuel? So a few people have to die, hey, as long as it's not you. On the battle line The best to get you all the gas you need Now tell me, what is human life compared to fuel? So a few people have to die Hey, long as it's not you It's Silence of the F***ing Lambs, mate! 1991's Oscar winner, Silence of the Lambs, was about a man who ripped people's faces off and ate their livers and brains. Clearly, 
It was that year's prestige picture. It was me gave Roland the idea of hooking up with Anthony Hopkins. You know, Hannibal the Cannibal. Fine Young Cannibal's financially strapped manager, Slappy Gold, was the inspiration behind a series of spoken word recordings featuring Hannibal Lecter interpreting the works of Fine Young Cannibals. I can't stop. The way I feel. Things you do don't seem real. She drives me crazy. Ooh, ooh, like no one else. Ooh, ooh. She drives me crazy, and I can't help myself. I admit, I made an error in judgment. We paid Sir Anthony 15 million quid, and we sold... Let me see here. Nine copies. Rumor has it that the rest of the band was so despondent, they ate each other. Of course, they didn't make very good food. They're British. It's a big, juicy, sopping wet look at show business, tonight on Inside the Behind. Dwight Lauderdale Talking about how bums are stealing 95's guard rail When suddenly with a bulletin to dish up Onto the screen came his partner Ann Bishop She said this just in to Eyewitness News It's Governor Martinez and the two live crew We'll have more details coming up at 5.30 He pulled them from the stores cause they so dirty Oh, they're so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. They curse all the time. Oh, they're so dirty. So, so, so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. They curse all the time. Bob had heard the album, and he was appalled. He said, thank you, Janet Reno. I'm glad that you called. We've got to take a stand against this dirty rhyme. Besides, it's really close to election time. His Broward judge friend said, I will not fail ya. We'll censor any mention of genitalia. They're selling sex to kids going through puberty. The two live crew, yeah, they so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. They curse all the time. Oh, they're so dirty. So, so, so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. They curse all the time. He kicked crap a butt to show he had guts. Though most of the people said, this guy is a putz. He rid the land of that noise pollution. Even though it went against the Constitution. And what did Luke do during all of this jive? Sold 10,000 more copies at $12.95. He bought a brand new Mercedes. It's really hurty driving it to the bank. Cause he's so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. They curse all the time. Oh, they're so dirty. And what did Luke do during all of this job? Sold 10,000 more copies at $12.95. He bought a brand new Mercedes. It's really hurty driving it to the bank. Cause he's so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. Oh, they're so dirty. Oh.
This is the Neil Rogers Show. This is your brain. Any questions? Took off my shoes today. My watch and ring, my gold chain. To my surprise, going through X-ray, I heard, "Sir, would you walk this way with arms wide open?" Spread your legs wide. We must check every place before you get to your gate. Now keep your arms wide open. Keep your arms wide open. I don't know. If I'm ready for all this new security, I look up while they scan my sights. I stand in awe. There goes my flight. Keep your arms wide open. Please spread your legs wide. Useless to complain that you just missed your brain. Now keep your arms wide open. Yes. And keep your legs spread wide. Welcome to this place they call it JFK. Now keep your arms wide open. Keep your arms wide open. The miracle of modern medical science enables us to take you inside the sport hole mind. Listen closely, and you will hear the process of thought inside the mind of a sport hole. <laughs> At 560 WQAM, we actually cater to these individuals by force-feeding them sports 20 hours a day. And why not? Nothing else is going on. Far beyond retarded and lifeless, it is our deepest hope that he can afford a BMW. Let's touch him and see what he does. Can't wait till that morning show. Coach.
every single week. Wonder what she's taking, cause she finds it tough to speak. What a nut. All awkward and clunky. What a gut. Beefy, thick, and chunky. Born in Houston, Texas, in love with her ex's ashes. Anna's got a backache from her giant rack. Her little doggy sugar pie has taken the Prozac. Poor Mutt. He's all medicated. Chunky Mutt. Keeps himself sedated. Born in Houston, Texas, in love with her ex's ashes. loser we could find in a one block radius it's bachelorettes in arkansas i like the girls especially that one there with the teeth i showered up last month for this bring on the tang the ladies are loving it meet cindy the 29 year old real estate broker from southern california you have to get me out of here these guys are driving me crazy they smell like they actually ate poop bachelorettes in arkansas i think i love Barbara. We're soulmates. She's my sister. Due to mature themes, parental discretion is advised. Some scenes may be disturbing for younger viewers. I was having a pretty good date with Reefus, the real tall guy with the one tooth and the beer belly and the spank my monkey tank top, when all of a sudden, he just died. Bachelorette's in Arkansas, this fall on Fox. All right. Panda 1 at 560 WQM, the Mad Dog at 1. Hey, our friends uh, Tom Lehman and Joe Prieto are up to their eyebrows. They're buried because the factory has sent Hallett so many vehicles they don't know where to stick them. They'd like to stick one in your driveway. Hallett has blown out all the new vehicles, regardless of profit, including the Pontiac 5, starting at only 13998 and up to five grand off every GMC Envoy in stock. Plus, gets you 0% financing or up to a $3,000 rebate. And, of course, as always, Hallett's got a great selection of dependable pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs. Credit problem? Anybody else turn you down for credit? Have no fear because Hallett is here. Right now, it's the Winter Blizzard Emergency Clearance Sale going on at Hallett Pontiac GMC, 13401 South Dixie Highway. That's U.S. 1 across from the falls, open every day, seven days a week. As always, mention even more when you mention my name. Did I say mention even more? And yeah, save even more. Well, whatever the hell it is. Call them right now, the Neil Rogers Neil Deal Hotline, toll free, 1-888-534-4211. That's 1-888-534-4211. Tell them that incoherent Neil told you to call. Hallett Pontiac GMC, who be professional grade. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM.
my queen, God. Is grandma or grandpa just getting way too old? Is there constant nagging for attention getting to be a major inconvenience? Can I get someone to wipe me over here? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Netherlands.com's Health and Hospitality Division has the answer. Netherlands Euthanasia Services. Over the centuries, millions of people have discovered death to be the preferred alternative to life. Our staff has put together crack medical professionals in Holland, where euthanasia is legal, who will ensure your comfort as they euthanize you or your loved one. You will be flown first class to Amsterdam, where you'll be treated to the most lavish going-away party ever imagined at one of Amsterdam's luxurious four-star hotels, two full days and nights of food, drink, and merriment, followed by professional and comfortable euthanasia, after which your remains will be sent back to your loved ones or taken care of locally with Netherlands' highest quality body disposal available. So if you're suffering from an incurable disease or you may just be plain bored with living, log on to Netherlands Euthanasia Services and get the party started.
Did you mung on a CD yesterday? I didn't play that one. Somebody munged on it. If it's right, I think the helicopter landing on the roof. Why can't you lend me some Why can't you lose us? Get it right. My bowels were blocked. Inside my hiney. Can't make my church go out. If the markets are a drama bomb a wreck, if the terrorists are frisky, Pakistan is looking shifty, North Korea is too risky, bomb a wreck. If we have no allies with us, bomb a wreck. If we think that someone's sist us, bomb a wreck. Alright. So to hell with the inspections, let's look up for the elections. Close your mind and take directions, bomb a wreck. Kind of catchy. You want to sing that all day, you know. Anyway, the poll, 629 votes. What's your take on the latest Bin Laden tape? It changes nothing, 201. Proves that Bush is playing right into his hands, 172. All the more reason to attack Iraq right now. Stick it to him, 134. What me worries, 74. It's not him. He's really dead, 48. That's it. 629 vote. Treasure Island tonight, 5 to 7. Boca Brian's going to be there with that silly hat. I, you know something? That's worth a price of admission right there. To see what it now, which is going to be more exciting, the silly hat or the chicken neck? Bye, bye, bye! The Neil Rogers Show on 560 WQAM, Miami, Fort Lauderdale.